Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Daily Hi-Fi. It's just me and Joe tonight right now, man. We're going to have a party. Yeah. I know for sure Chana says he's going to be sleeping because yeah. he needs yeah, his take, rest. He's taking a siesta, man, but much needed rest. So Chana yeah. gets the rest. And then uh, Aaron, he just pops in whenever he feels like, you know, <laughs> if he's driving around, he has some extra time, he'll pop in. For sure, um, man. But what's good with you, man? What's new? I'm, I'm good. Oh, you know, it's funny. Um, I think it's kind of funny. Edifier. So you've done some of their stuff, right? I, I did like three speakers in one review. Like they yeah. sent me a bunch all at once. And then, so I just like, all right. So they sent me three of their headphones. I haven't opened them yet. So we got, and so you, you said yes, first of all, like I just want to make sure like it didn't just arrive. Cause sometimes no, 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 happens, no. Right? they reached out. They're like, Hey, we've got okay. some headphones. I'm like, Hey, I think that's a company that Joe reviewed. They're affordable. They're, you know, so these are some Adam upside down. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, so yeah, that company is, um, there's a couple you know, of they manufacture a bunch of products mm -hmm. and you know, they're made in China mm -hmm. and they go directly, you know, from manufacturing directly to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So save some money. I like mean, that's huge. Like manufacturing direct to consumer through Amazon. Mm -hmm. That's kind of been their approach for a long time. And so they're True. able to keep the cost down and, yeah. you know, of course you can, you can you can uh, undercut a lot when you can do that. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, so have you tested a couple, couple models? And I said, hey, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I said, do you have a any kind of video like comparing three of your your models? Uh -huh. I'm like that might be interesting instead of just doing a review on a single. And so they're like, that's actually a pretty cool idea. So I've got like kind of like a really affordable set, uh -huh. kind of one in the middle, and then one of their higher end set. So. Just kind of see like what are the materials, how do they compare, you know, where's the best value, sound well, quality. How are you listening now? Because normally you usually wear headphones. Uh, what, what's happening here? Honestly, it doesn't echo at all. So it's literally my computer speakers. So wow. Does it Look sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd I, I knew something have, was different. I'm like, what's yeah, I'd rather not have the headphones on if I don't have mm -hmm. to. As long as there's no reverb, we're good. So but yes, yeah, so I've been trying that lately. Uh, keeping up with the Joneses says Michael is a creative genius. I don't know about that, man. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty good, you know. Yeah. So I did he's got a, a few um, followers, you know. I did a video yesterday that was probably one of the longest videos that took me to film and edit. Um, honestly, what I was trying to do. So four years ago, I made a video clip. Sent me eleven speakers. So mm -hmm. a whole 7.1.4 system made the, made some videos on that, made a review. And that is my largest viewed video on my channel. Mm. Sadly enough, it was made four years ago and it's garbage, man. Audio is crap. I had the Nikon camera. So the colors were whacked. Um, I, I think I had a external microphone, but it's mounted on the camera. Not many acoustic treatments in my room. So there's a, there's just everything's wrong with the video. The the content's fine, but it's just the the quality stinks. So I'm like, you know what? Clip sent me the the new version of that, the Reference Premiere Two. Uh -huh. I just this is a perfect opportunity to remake that video and see if I can make it happen. But I'm like, I just want to I just want to do it well. Like I want this thing to be really nice quality. And so I just took my time on it. it. Took me about three days to 
to do that, which that's long for me. I mean, normally okay. I can do a day and a half, sometimes a day, just depending um, for filming and editing. But, but yeah, but it's every, every time I sit down on the computer, I'm like, Oh, I need some B roll of that too. <laughs> so I'd go back in there, film some more, come back in here, add it. I'm like, Hmm, what else can I do? You know? And it just, so it was, did you recreate the magic of that video? Did you know, I hope so. I, and, and I wanted to provide more value in mm. the video and it's really geared for the the new guy it's you know it's like you're gonna watch that and go really michael you're showing me how to connect speakers but yeah the that's, is, that's a tough thing you know i've like mentioned me. before like yeah. oh, it's tough because i know your your target is mm -hmm. trying to keep it simple yeah absolutely or the guy who i mean that's that's a yeah. that's a great idea to I try to keep it simple guy. for the new guy i want, I want the new guys yeah. to come in and go I can do this. I get this. This makes sense, you know, but I also want to provide some content that, that goes a little bit deeper for the more seasoned home theater enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. But this definitely was, um, you know, one of those that I just want to help that new guy that says, man, I've been thinking about doing a home theater, you know, or I want to, but they're doing it in a living room too. Yeah. Cause two thirds of my audience said that they, they don't have a dedicated room. And so I'm like, you know, what if I start making some content in the living room? Yeah. And so like definitive technology sent me three speakers. So I'm going to probably bring them in the living room and set them up there to a little 5.1 system. Um, so I don't know, just trying to change up some stuff on the channel and just have some fun in the process and, and educate some folks. So, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's good, man. I just I recently fun. did one for this projector, the BenQ, mm -hmm. uh, what is this? GP 500. Mm -hmm. Do you it's like it? Tough because uh, I said I basically said it's a good all-arounder, right? Yeah, it's sure. not great at yeah one particular thing, right? Sure. Like I know I would be way more interested for me personally, right? Yeah. And that's a tough thing because it it so, you know sometimes it's just about what you want. So mm -hmm. I I want an inexpensive JVC competitor, right? Yeah, sure. Of course, that's what we all kind of want. We yeah. want like awesome black levels right. at a much lower price point, sure. and so. This is not that, right? Yeah. It's it's totally not that. It's like yep. black levels aren't that great. Mm -hmm. Um, but it does other things good. Like it has good built-in speakers, but like I, yeah. I don't care about the built-in speakers and a projector, right? Sure. You know, so I, I try to understand what they're going for, right? Like right. who who's their target and is it right. good for their purpose, right? For that particular per person. And so it's a little bit tough when it's not something that's made for me specifically, right? right sure. I have to try to understand who yeah. is it for and who is it not for, things like that. It'd, it'd be similar if I were to review a soundbar. Mm -hmm. I don't really desire to have a soundbar in, in my theater room. I don't want one probably in the living room. But I realize now there are applications for a soundbar, you know? Yeah. And I think it works great for certain people, you know, if they don't want big speakers, if they don't need a surround sound setup, they just want better sound than their speakers. You know, out of the TV. Okay, makes sense. They got a bedroom set up. Cool, go for it. Um, yeah. So I'm starting to, like you, I'm just trying to figure out all right, what can I provide content-wise that will reach more people. You know. Yeah. I know what you mean about the uh, the sound bar, though. Like to go off that, I mm -hmm. have an aunt, my aunt and uncle, right? They have, uh, you know, they just got a new TV, yeah. and the sound is. It's garbage. Horrible. It's, doo -doo. horrible. <laughs> it's horrible on the TV. It's just, a, yep. you know, the thinner the TV, the worse mm -hmm. the sound, right? Yep. So they got this big old TV, and 
and not very good sound on yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, but I hooked them up with some old poke speakers, mm-hmm. like some floor standing speakers, and yeah. it matches, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. the problem is that their AVR is really old, like it doesn't even have HDMI. Yeah. It's an old Denon, right? Sure. And so their new TV, <clears throat> it's not gonna really work together well. Like I'm not gonna get them a harmony remote to make it yeah, work exactly you know it needs they need an avr but mm-hmm. do they want to spend four or five six hundred dollars on even like the mm-hmm. less expensive denon probably exactly. not yeah you know it's probably not that high of uh you know yeah on their on their uh list of things that are important to them so in their case i'm like mm, do i have any sound bars around here uh, sure. you know that they could use because it just needs to turn on yep the volume needs to work. You know, yeah. these are the things that they they probably care about more. Yeah. And the fact that it the fact that it actually has bass is probably like the next the next sure. thing that they're that's important to them. So yeah. it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, I saw Marv. You mentioned the comment. He said the living room video is something I can relate to. I'm rocking 7.2.4 in my living room with limited location to put subwoofers. So absolutely, I think there's a lot of people that they fit into that. Um, you know, he says super important. Not everyone wants an actual theater in the home. Yeah, just a place to enjoy movies. So, again, I'm just trying to. I was always kind of focused on, you know, dedic you know, like doing reviews in my dedicated theater room, which is cool. Yeah. The benefit of that is I've got an acoustically treated room, and so I know the speakers, whatever I review, are going to sound better in there. So I got to kind of figure that part out. Like, you know. Do I make some videos in the living room? Then I take them in the theater room and hook them up to, I, I don't know. So I'm still working through that, but just trying to figure out some, you know, how can I expand from what I'm doing versus just continue to do the same thing, you know? So, well, it sounds like uh, at least you have some perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. say, hey, in my dedicated setup, correct. This is, yeah. you know, I know that not everybody can do this, right? But what you can get in a living room is pretty, right. pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Nothing. this level, but it's also yeah. way better than the TV and the sound bar yeah. setup, you know, so you can give some perspective that way. Yeah, for sure. What's going on, Ronster? Good to see you guys. Yeah, what's up to everybody? I see some of you guys here in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Anthony Perez, Chris Windham, Keeping Up With The Joneses, Marv, Tim Perry. I see you guys. Reverend Slim, Everyday Jay. Yeah, you know, I, I just I see you guys. Ton, what's, what's going on, Billy? Uh, yeah, Ike's in the house. Ike's in the house. All right, Steven, good to see you, man. Um, let's see here. I have a few things that I I wrote down that I thought were interesting. Uh, not in any particular yeah. order, but yeah. I just got these uh, these speakers from Cali Audio. I thought this was kind of interesting. I'll mention them real quick. Get this and you've had good things to say about Cal- and I think Aaron as well. Right? I, you know what? I I just they they. Okay, they these are different. making good stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> real different, right? Yeah. And so this is real interesting because it's like, what? Yeah. What? And it looks I like what they did was they took those. the concentric from yeah. the IN5s that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And then this thing is like their base module. Interesting, okay. And you know what I l- like about these mm-hmm. guys is they don't call it a subwoofer, right? Base when module. I've seen people talk yeah. uh, in, in the review and they're like yeah so you know is this a sub they're like mm, we call it something else you know mm. because it's not yeah. reaching sub, some you know right. subsonic frequencies now does it have its own built-in amplifier is it passive this is all the amplifier and everything's okay. in here okay so it's interesting like this got, is for studio monitoring you know 
it looks like they're angleable, if that's even a word. Can you rotate that little cup thing? I'm guessing that you can. Okay. And so the idea is here, what are what's the size of these? I'm little, guessing six and a half. Loafers? No, I think even smaller. Is it is it five and a quarter? Let's see. Uh four inch. Four and a half. Oh, so they, yeah. they have the the dual opposing on this. Okay. So the thing is they've said that you can put the the monitor on top of it. Okay. And it won't shake the monitor. Mm. You know, because they're, yeah. first of all, four and a half right. inch. I, I don't expect too much shaking, yeah, but sure. dual opposing also kind of situation. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And they say 39 hertz, right? That's not yeah. that's not too shabby. Yeah. yeah. You know, for a little. I mean, little, the reality, uh, I mean, for your desk, you don't necessarily need something that's going to just you hit those ultra low frequencies. Yeah. So anyway, I just think it's going to be interesting because it's such a different type of design. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. You know, Charles Sprinkle has hit home runs so far. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see if he, he continues to do so with this. Uh, $5.99, so it's not the yeah. not super cheap. Yeah. But definitely uh, interesting. less expensive than like the fives from Klipsch. Um, Canto Tux. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to yeah. wait and see. I think the, the other thing that's interesting right. about this is that the crossover. Let me see where the crossover is mm-hmm. for that. Uh... <laughs> Two two hundred and eighty hertz is where Paul. <laughs> two hundred and eighty hertz is where they cross over that base, whatever they call it. Oh mercy, man! Yeah, it's it's high crossover point. Um, what happened? What happened in the chat here? Paul, where's Paul? He's always got. He oh says, my goodness! Four point yeah. five is bigger than you can handle. Okay. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, I'm excited to check those out. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? I think you that's have anything? That's one of got? the that's one of the fun parts of our job. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, What's we that? get to play around with some cool gear, you know, experience yeah. some things that we might not have, you know, had an opportunity to do otherwise and check it out for a little while and super cool, man. Well, this reminds me of course, you can't not think of the Bose setup, right? Yeah. And so the Bose one, there there was issues in that the crossover there were just gaps. Mm. Yeah, but there was just you know the the speaker couldn't handle it, and then their base module couldn't handle it, and so you kind of sure. get this dip in response that was audible, <clears throat> and so now we have the same thing except now people who know how to measure, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I'm sure Charles Charles Sprinkle is not going to allow that to happen. Yeah, and so I'm kind of curious to see how far they've yeah, gone with this kind of yeah. design. You know, sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, I have a I have to do a quick plug. Yeah. Um. So t- today, well, yeah, this morning I opened up the the list. Yeah, I saw your the post, your beta. beta. Yeah, nice. So let's see here. So anybody who's interested, uh, you just go to Joe and Tell here. I can put this up here. JoeandTell.com forward slash mb. And uh, yeah, basically you can go in here, and it's a limited. Limited beta, <clears throat> meaning that we're gonna take a look and see what we need to test, and based on what you know, what people have said here, we're yeah. gonna pick and choose. Get some um, but of course, anybody who signed up early, I'm gonna, of course, I want to give them access as soon as possible. You know, so it'll be fun. I'm very awesome. excited to to show what this can do. 
Um, it's cool when all the hard work is finally coming together and you're like, this thing's about to hit, you know, it's about to go live. Yeah. Well, the truth is, the truth is it never feels ready, right? I, yeah. I, you never feel 100% ready. Like mm-hmm. right now as of, yeah, the design is not, not done yet. Sure. Right. The design is still the same. No design yeah. that we had when we first started because mm-hmm. we were just only working on functionality. Right. So yeah. I could have said, you know what? I'm going to wait till that's finished. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do this. And then, but there's always, but, yeah. but, but right. finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to say, here's the public beta. Yeah. I got to put the pressure on myself. There's always going to be something that needs to be fixed, but it sure. can be fixed. Right? Yeah. That's a good thing with, with software is that this can change over time. You can have new versions. You can mm-hmm. have updates um, to add functionality or to change the look and the feel of it. So, yeah, there's certain, you know, there's certain things I need mm-hmm. to make sure that get right though. Right. The core. Yeah. What I don't want to do is I don't want somebody to spend money on the app, mm-hmm. do all this work, calibrate their system, yeah. and then say, oh, you know what, by the way, um, those hours that you spent, you kind of messed up. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this and this wasn't right. Yeah, That's not cool, right? right? So certain things you have to just get right. Example, off topic, but this weekend there was a fight, right? Huge, huge uh, boxing match mm-hmm. versus, uh, uh, you know, Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia, right? Like the two, uh, you know, stars right now. Okay. Okay. So I was over at Mm -hmm. Angela's parents' house and I was like, well, you know, I guess you just order pay-per-view the normal way. Like, don't you just like go on a channel and then Mm -hmm. order it from the TV, right? Anyway, didn't work. Didn't work. So I'm like, all right, I guess we'll have to do the streaming route, you know? So... I'm talking about paid streaming, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> paid streaming route. Um, and so I saw that the zone, D-A-Z-N, right? Okay. This company had this, right? And uh, I went to buy it. And, of course, they do that whole thing where, oh, you want to buy the pay-per-view? You have to subscribe. Uh, I'm like, all right, I'll okay. just do it, right? So uh, yeah. it came out to 85 bucks or whatever. Yeah. I bought it. And then what happened? I tried to watch it. And this is, well, you haven't bought it yet. I'm like, uh, oh, uh, I just bought it. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, the fight's about to happen, right? Sure. I'm ready to watch it. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me just hit that buy button again, just in case. And I figured that, you know, it'll just restore it or something, right? I hit that button. It charged me. You don't watch it. <laughs> oh, dang. Right? Look at, see, oh, Fred knows, oh, build everybody yeah. twice, right? Wow. So I go on Twitter and everybody's having this issue. Same thing. Right? Wow. Yeah. So this Bad goes back to the whole that. software thing, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain things you get to not mess up, <laughs> yeah, right? Sure. Certain things, yeah, that's fine. But you can't mess that up. Yeah. Fights happening, you're everything's gotta work. Sure. So similar situation. Anyway, ended up just buying it on uh Showtime. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like a bunch of people bought this and yeah. uh just couldn't watch it. That's Damn. crazy. Yeah, um, bad user experience there, man. Yeah, that's just I don't know what I don't know what they're thinking. Um, but yeah, uh, everything's gonna work, right? Uh, and we've tested. Uh, I've tested it with uh, a guy that I know who kind of is. I don't know. Uh, he he does a lot of like. Uh, I don't want to say pro audio, but he used to do more live events. Right, mm-hmm, right. Kind of the DSP for those types of events. Sure. And uh, he's very—he's always doing DSP, right? So we're we're in this Discord group, and he's always doing this DSP on his system. 
he even has those Dutch and Dutch eight C's. Have okay. you seen those? Yeah, yeah. Those mm-hmm. are expensive, right? Like over 10 G's or something like that. And he never seems to be like completely satisfied with how, it's, how it sounds. I'm like, dang, wow. those are, they measure awesome. Like, sure. Anyway, he has this DIY project of these line arrays, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much almost like floor to ceiling line arrays of the, these tiny speakers. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try Magic Beans on this and see mm-hmm. if I can make that sound good. Yeah. Then we're on to something. Anyway, he ended up trying it out. We, we did the whole thing. And he just basically said, like, man, you seemed very happy with how yeah. it came out. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're happy with this and you're yeah. never happy with anything, that means that that's good. You're on the right side. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, hopefully, you guys sign up if you're interested in the Magic Beans. Yeah, this is your chance. You know, the more you guys sign up, the faster it'll probably get done because then I'll feel pressure. <laughs> like, dang, I got so many people signed up. I better, I better get this, uh, <clears throat> get this done. So yeah, yeah, that's it for sure. What else? What else? What else? Um, uh, 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 you know what? This is gonna lead into what you talked about right before, mm-hmm. before the show. Um, all right. So Chana and I have the spatial audio calibration toolkit. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the customers was saying, hey, you know what? I wasn't getting uh sound out of my height speaker, right? Mm-hmm. The top middle specifically. Okay. And the reason was that he had it set up as surround heights. Right. So for anybody with not the newest one, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have the the latest and greatest Denner Morans, right? Right, you still have the old menu. Mm-hmm. Then, if you have your, if you have six height speakers, right, and e- it doesn't matter where you have them, if it's in ceiling, on wall, it doesn't matter. If you want those top middles to work, mm-hmm. it has to be set up. It has to. You have to select top middle. Doesn't matter if you have on wall speakers or not. Right. Because I think what some people are doing is they say, "Hey, mine are on wall." Right. So I'm going to set them up as surround mm-hmm. heights. Mm-hmm. Well. It just won't play anything out of those when gotcha. you're playing Atmos, right? Kind of crazy, kind of crazy. Um, but I got a message from somebody else saying that on their 6700H, mm-hmm. that let me get this right: that if you have all in-ceiling speakers, you can okay. now use those for Oro 3D. Yeah, one of my subscribers mentioned that to me as well. That's I have to test it. And if if it works, I'll make a quick you know short about it. Yeah. Do you have six in ceilings? I don't. I don't. I have uh, on wall speakers. But I mean, you have six though. I don't, but I can easily just put two more. <laughs> hook, hook them up just to see if they produce sound. I got you. I mean, I actually have some that are in the right place for them. Yeah. But I I usually I usually uh, switch between. <laughs> uh, I I don't use them. Right, mm-hmm. I don't use that setup because I have center height and voice of God. So I kind mm-hmm. of, you know, I had to choose between the two. Sure. But I can easily try it. Okay. I actually have a spot for the rear surrounds and the side surrounds and everything. But do you have them? What which model do you have? So I have a AV seventy seven oh six. I'm not even sure it'll support six Atmos speakers or six Oro or DTSX speakers. Unless you maybe if you went down to like a five channel on the bed layer, 
um, cause it's 11.2 channel AVR, but or processor, but I, I don't think, I mean, I've never even looked in the menu to see if you can add, you know, six overhead or six on wall or okay, so speakers. I'm not sure. Bear with yeah, me here. At least that it won't. So I know that the, the new ones. Yeah. I think you'd have to have like a 13.2 channel AVR or processor. Here, let me share this. So, did that go up? Oh, what happened? There it is. There you All go. right. So, this is some of the updates, right? Mm -hmm. And it shows, you know, on the firmware, if you type in like Zen and Rance firmware, mm -hmm. where is it here? Top front. Uh, top new rear, feature FY23. And this was interesting. So, it says top front, top rear, mm -hmm. top middle can be used for oral 3D playback speakers. Therefore, you can enjoy, okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it works on the. X3800, X4800, yeah. right? So these are the new ones. Mm -hmm. uh, what, A1H? A1H, yeah. And then 6700H, That's I have that one, but that's, that's from the older. older one. Yeah, that's older. That's what's interesting. And, and then 8500 8, is also older, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then <laughs> the AV, what is that? AV10? Yeah. Probably. So, yeah, that's kind of... Uh, yeah, I reviewed the, um, the 6400, but that was like four years ago. Yeah. Pretty old. So I don't know if that how it'll sound, right? The mm -hmm. fact that you can do it is cool. Right, sure. Um, from my understanding, it was, it's always been that you want the speaker to be further than your corresponding, corresponding ear level speaker, but I haven't tried it, right? Sure. Maybe they've made some adjustments to how it works. I don't know. But it's cool that that's available, and yeah, Wendell the person said who told he, me said that there's no nothing available or no video available about how it works or not. Yeah, Wendell said it played in my setup as surround heights. I have the Denon 3800H. Oh, okay. Surround heights. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Has surround heights. I think the newer ones are different though because they just have a whole new menu interface. Yeah. And I think that they are just more flexible about you know. Yeah, what you can use up there, and that's great because I mean the reality is we all have different size rooms, we have different goals. Some people can only do five speakers on the bed layer, but they want to put six on the ceiling, or six mm -hmm. on the walls, or two up front, and then two in ceilings, and two on the back wall. And so having that variety and that flexibility definitely is a good thing. Mark yeah. said he has the sixty five hundred. Um, he can only run ten point one Oro. Mm. Okay. All right. So anyway, yeah. uh, just keep an eye out because they're not really doing a great job of announcing all these new features, right? If you have an older 6700H, like I do, I mean, old, it's not really that old. Older, yeah. But still, it's like, oh, <laughs> cool. Years. New yeah. features, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's all we have for that. Did you did you have something that somebody mentioned to you about preamp mode? Because this is these are things yeah. that I haven't confirmed yet, right? I haven't tried yeah. this. Yeah. So over in the private chat, um, Roger Ayer said, hey, guys, uh, one correction about so we had a podcast last night and mm -hmm. um, one of the questions came up about, you know, can I turn off? Let's say, for instance, I thought the question I misread it, actually, kind of what he was asking, but he was saying, can I offload like my LCR to an amplifier? Mm -hmm. And what he was really asking is, can I get more power to the rest of the speakers? But what I thought he was saying is if I offload that, can I disable the left, center, and right channels in the AVR? 
And so anyway, so we had a conversation after that and he said, sorry, I only had so many characters I can type in the chat, but um, he said, Hey guys, one correction about the preamp mode and the new Denon and Marantz models, the preamps no longer are all or nothing. He said, now each channel can be turned on or off individually. I didn't know that. So let me know in the chat if you guys have one of the newer Denon and Marantz, if you try to turn, like go into preamp mode, but just only on certain channels. Do we now have that ability to be able to turn off, say, the front LCR because you've offloaded those to a three-channel amplifier? Or maybe can you do a five-channel amplifier and shut off those internally? So that's kind of interesting because internally you've got the same power supply. Uh, again, I don't know the mechanics of how those are all connected to each channel, but I just found that kind of interesting. And and the cool thing is, you know, um, we're all learning like every day. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> back when our dude Paul was over there at Sound United, yeah. whenever a new AVR would come out, they'd make sure that we had mm. some to test out. Yeah, so we sure. got a chance to test out these different things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after he's been gone, uh, you know, it's like crickets over there, man. I, I never get, get anything. Home. So re- every once in a while, I'll email them and I'll get a conversation started, and then it's like I get ghosted. So it's like it's all good. That's a terrible <laughs> it's just, job. Hey, it's different. Uh, what are what, not Sound United now? It's a uh, what is it? Massimo. 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 Not good, guys. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> it's not it's not just for us. It's yeah. because we were trying to help you out. Absolutely. Right. We want to be able to provide answers. So now. Yeah. I have and to now have we're guessing on some of this stuff. <laughs> I have to have uh, you know other people tell me about some of the new features, and I'm gonna relay them back to sure. the audience. So yeah, I See, don't know, Parker. You mentioned you're running three channels separate. Uh, yeah, on 3600H, you can run as many or as few as you want separate. I guess the question is: is can you go into preamp mode and only turn off internally in the AVR certain channels? So Originally, when they first came out with the new, um, the new lineup, this is before the Cinema series. They had a preamp mode, but if you go into that, it literally shuts off all of your amplifiers internally. And the idea behind that was to make that AVR more like a, um, like a processor. So, for example, the SR eighty fifteen that I reviewed, I actually did. Um, I put that in preamp mode. And compared that to the, I think it was the AV7705 at that time. So it was the one right before the one I've got now. But if you go into that, it disables all of the internal amplifiers. So I'm just curious if, Parker, if you have tried turning off just certain ones, if you have that ability. I think that's a great idea. If it works, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, then help. you can have those different setups, right? Like yeah. I can have a setup for Atmos and then a separate one just for, uh, you know, Oro 3D, mm. you know, but that does require that certain things are turned off, right? Because yeah. the way it might work is that you might be using the same, uh, you know, whatever, surround height, mm-hmm. you know, as, as a different speaker. So you might have preamp yeah. right. going to, you know, set of speakers right but that same same channel or you know i guess yeah same channel yeah you might have connected directly into the amp another right. set preamp so power, and you need yeah. to you need one to turn off because you right. you right. can't have them both working right yeah. that'll that'll mess everything up you get some comb filtering and all kinds of that's no crazy. good so yeah that's where that comes in handy is if you yeah. want to do two different setups 
using the same AVR. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. You know how that how that works. Just trying to see what else, and we'll answer some questions in a second. Yeah, I have a sure. few more things here. Um, preamp mode. Are what are they saying here? So Marv is saying on the 6500, it doesn't have a preamp mode. If running all speakers with an external amplifiers, you can run eco on to reduce the power. So if you're offloading all of those, but again, I'm still wondering, can you do only some of those? I, I, I get that, you know, we could do that. Um, he said, I think it's in preamp mode on the, uh, oh, wow. Three. If I'm running into the crown, rest of the channel still come out of the AVR. Okay. Oh, front three. Gotcha. Yeah. So Dan Vaughn says, yes, Cinema 50 can run each channel as active or inactive amplification. Okay. So it's the new series. Okay. That makes, oh, cool. Well, that's good. I mean, that's progress. So maybe they heard from some consumers saying, hey, look, I don't want to turn off all of them. I mean, if I wanted to do that, I'd just buy a processor. You know, but I've got a I've got a five channel amp, or I've got a seven channel amp, but I've got eleven speakers, so I need to use some of them, but I don't need to use all of them. So that's cool. All right, appreciate that, Dan. See, we used to know the answers. Right? Yeah, when I we have, if it. we have access, if yep. we have it in hand, we can test exactly. this stuff out. Yeah. Um, but if not, we kind of, you know, what do they expect us to do? They want us to watch yeah. the seminar, yeah. like we we have to go and watch another video to mm-hmm. to make a video. Like, doesn't make sense. So. Yeah, you'd hope that these guys would would send stuff out, but it's all good. It's all good, and I'm I'm not really complaining. I have so much no. stuff. <laughs> I have so much stuff to review. So that uh, is for sure, dude. Yeah, I'm not <clears throat> even saying even even if they did, I might not even have the review out yet. So yeah, um, I'm just complaining to complain, I guess. Nah. Uh, fun. Here's a question. I'm I'm reviewing a bunch of subs right now. Mm-hmm. All different size subs, right? Okay. I have a 10, a 12, mm-hmm. a 15, another 10, another 12. What else? Oh, Is yeah. that the and then first I have some... you've had in your setup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious to see I mean, if you like it. I mean, when I was when I was in high school, I had two oh, 15s yeah. in the right. in, I, I had mean, two like 15s in, your, in, in your the corner. <laughs> yeah. Car audio 15, some kickers. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So here's what's interesting, right? In my in my living room, mm-hmm. I'm testing them out there because because my theater's just set up. I don't want to do too much. I don't want to touch it, right? The mm-hmm. sub is all set up, and to have to undo it. All my my presets are set. Everything's good. I get it. And and it's hard to move subs. Like those things are in the right place. I don't want to. It's not easy. Let's just yeah. put it that way. In my theater, it's not easy for me to take one of the subs out put one of these huge other subs in and then test it. Right. And it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird because of course I'm used to having three subs. Mm -hmm. So it's not really fair for me to try one sub. It's not going to sound as good. So um, yeah. Anyway, I'm setting them up in the living room Mm -hmm. and there I'm not, I'm not playing it as loud as I play in the theater. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just for some reason, I just don't, want to right right i don't need stuff shaking all crazy and uh anyway i ended up trying out one of the thx eight inch woofers from mm-hmm. monolith okay. and it's similar in performance to that uh 
SVS 3000 micro, right? Yeah. Okay. You got a bunch of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got, or I got four of them they sent me. And so you weren't impressed because it's they're, okay. They're eights, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're tiny yeah. little yeah. subs, right? And it's dual eights, actually. Dual eights. Mm-hmm. But still small, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't dig super deep, not a ton of output. Yeah. So here's the thing that's interesting, though. And it made me think how much subwoofer is enough for. The room because Chana just came out with a video today and it again flipped the script. He was asking the audience, What right. sub do you think I should get? Yeah, normally it's us telling people that you should get this, right? So <clears throat> he's asking people, what, what sub would you recommend? And it got me thinking that it really depends on the room and your expectations, mm-hmm. right? Because in that room, that that SVS 3000 micro, yeah, wouldn't do anything. Well, yeah. in your room. You weren't yeah. happy with it, right? When his, in, in his, in I don't his, think it would either because he's got the vaulted ceiling. He's got a pretty open yeah, yeah. floor plan. It drops um, down. so. But you could imagine, having reviewed them, that yeah. in certain rooms, Correct. right, you're, you're going to be totally fine with those. Absolutely. Right? 100%. Like completely like, dude, I'm hearing great bass. I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Um, and in this living room, for some reason, I don't need the extra power from the bigger mm-hmm. subs. Right. And so when we when people ask us, it's almost always like mm, we always tell them like get some big big boy subs, right? And the truth is we don't know, right? It, it's hard to re- make a recommendation unless we're in the room. We know, you know, the dimensions. We know where the where the room modes are, and we know we have to know what you like, your expectation. How loud do you listen? What do you want? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's just an interesting thing. That it's so so room dependent and person dependent as far as how much bass somebody might want. Right. So big go home though. Yeah, for sure, always. <laughs> no, no. I mean the reality is some people, I mean, they're totally fine with like a 10 inch or two tens or a single twelve. I just know in my own journey, um, even way before I had a dedicated theater room. I went from a 10-inch Velodyne to a 15-inch Velodyne, and I was like, holy cow, I like this a lot. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a Mac Daddy subwoofer. It was just a bigger cabinet, bigger driver, bigger amplifier. And then I went from that to their kind of higher performance Velodyne subwoofer. Um, oh, goodness. HGS 15s. Mm-hmm. I bought one. I liked it enough. I bought another one. You know, and so it just it it kind of went down this path of I didn't want to go back down to a, six, a 12 inch. I didn't want to go down to a, a 10 inch. And then once I went to 18s, now it's like I could still go back to 15s, but I don't want to. It's like yeah. there's there's things that the 18s physically can do that. the I'm sorry, the 18s can do that the 15s can't, you know, so yeah. it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. My friends like to break their floor tiles. Yeah, that's that's crazy though. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I, so I was I've been tuning my car system, right? And you know, in car audio, there's sound quality, and then there's like SPL competition, sure. right? It's yeah. almost like total different yeah. ends of the spectrum, Two right? Worlds, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that somebody who's doing SPL, mm-hmm. right? You know, hitting whatever 100 and 60 db or whatever they're doing in their cars now right it would be hard to make that a good sq system mm-hmm. at 160 60 yeah. db sure. because your ears would not like that 
Yeah. Uh, 160, like, oh, it's all, you know, the base is that high, but also the mids in, in trouble are also that, like, oh, uh, me too much, right? Yeah. So my point is that I was tuning the system, right? Mm-hmm. I added a few extra small subs that, you know, just put under the seats, you know, right. extra little base here. Um, and I had it all balanced out, you know, sound quality. I'm just hanging out with the family, just cruising, right? And uh, I figured, you know what, look, while I'm testing this out, let me let me just turn up the bass like I would if I was, you know, if I was in high school. Like, just as loud as it, the bass could possibly go, mm-hmm. you know, that's it. Just as loud as right. it could go without distorting, right? Right. And dude, it sounds ridiculous, right? Like this windows are the mirrors are shaking, right? But it's almost <clears> like <throat> mm, I don't mind it that much. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't hate it, even though I'm yeah. I'm all about like the proper, sure. you know. Yeah. But it's still man, fun. Bass is bass is forgivable, you know what I mean? Having a lot of bass, having that extra bass, like too much bass is almost like uh, I can live with it. It's still put it's still put your <laughs> Dan just said he bought some Stark Sound, the Bogos. So apparently they were selling like buy one, get one free, uh-huh. which is pretty awesome. Um, hope they won't disappoint after hearing you talk about the 18s. Mm-hmm. Um, dual 15s is awesome, man. For most rooms, having a pair of 15s is phenomenal. I mean, I ran the, uh, I bought the PB16s. Love those. Used them, I think it's about a year and a half, maybe two years. And then I upgraded to the 18s and <clears throat> they just took it to a whole new level. But that doesn't discredit what the 15s are capable of. Um, the dual 15s was the first time that I ever had anything fall in my house. It was something in the adjacent room. I hear something kind of crashed. It It wasn't anything big, but like a little figurine in my son's room. It fell off the his um, like a like a shelf basically. I'm like, oh dang, that's the first time that's ever happened. But so yeah, I think yeah. you'll you'll like let let us know because I haven't heard any of the Stark subwoofers or speakers so definitely let us know dan once you get those set up so luck, luckily i've heard you know a good amount of subs right so i have a some yeah. de- decent experience right and so i would say oh uh, you know this kind of leads to something else and i was talking to somebody about what is considered full range because they were saying you know everybody yeah. says 20 hertz right mm-hmm. is is the the target and that's what i've said also right like yeah. the range of human hearing yeah. Generally, 20 hertz is as low as you're going to hear, right? Some people maybe they can't hear it. Some people they can maybe hear 16, who knows, right? Yeah. Um but he was saying mm, 30 hertz is what he found, right? Mm. And I would say, you yeah, know, oh, there's a lot of content music-wise that only really goes down to 30 hertz, <clears> but I listen to some hip hop that <clears> that it definitely has 20 hertz, right? Yeah. yeah. You won't know if you if it only goes goes down to 30, right? Yeah. So the interesting thing is we were just saying what the difference is, right? So I can listen to some good book, bookshelf speakers mm-hmm. that go down to 30 hertz that that in-room can play 20 hertz. Like it's down maybe right. 10 or 12 dB, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you can you get a little sense, right? Little, you get a, a sample. Little, uh, I hear something over there, right? And for bookshelf speakers, I think I could, I'd be pretty happy with it, right? Yeah. If I had to, I'd be like, I, I could enjoy my music, right? I'm for still sure. hearing... I, I'm still hearing stuff, right? Yeah. But when you get from that 30 to 20, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one, what I described as like, nobody has to be around, but when you hear it, you kind of like look to your left and right and you just kind of have to smile like. <laughs> this is nice. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then below 20, that's the, that gets into the scary territory, 
Yeah. Like yeah, I, stuff, I don't hear stuff, anything, but I don't know why stuff is shaking. Like stuff starts moving. Like when your door is physically doing some of this number, it's like, yeah, that that's a scary territory. Imagine, like, imagine I don't know what's happening over there. What was that movie? Um, the Conjuring. <laughs> so imagine watching like the Con Conjuring and something, you know, big yeah. base and scary scene, and like <laughs> the door starts shaking. You're like, oh snap, get me out of this room, man. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, that's kind of a good way to test to see if you uh, if you need to <laughs> bolt things down yeah, or blue tack things down. You play that sub twenty hertz yeah. frequencies. Yeah. You don't really hear too much. Yeah. But just stuff is moving. You start feeling it more in your body, and yeah, like BB Photo says, it's it's a tactile experience for sure. Yeah. So I assume that you <laughs> like to be scared by your bass. I don't like to be scared. I, I want it to be balanced. I mean, Jessica and I watched. Um, okay, so she wanted the other day. She wanted to watch National Treasure. So that's an older movie, Nicolas Cage. Um, you know, they're looking for um, treasure, and there's kind of some puzzles they got to kind of figure out. But I'm thinking, man, we've seen that movie a bunch of times. So I'm thinking wait a minute, there's a newer movie. It's not new, but it's a newer movie that I knew she hadn't seen. And I said, you want to watch um, Uncharted? And so that's kind of a modern day version of, of that. It deals with like, you know, trying to find the gold and they're having to figure out like where it is and how to get to it. And, and so we, we watched that, dude. And there was some stuff, low frequencies, lots throughout that whole movie, man. I mean, it's a great, great demo. Uh, yeah. Like lots of great demo for, you know, subwoofer stuff. So if you guys haven't seen that, um, Uncharted is is pretty phenomenal. It's one. It's you have to go into watching the movie knowing that it's stupid. It's it's almost like Fast and Furious kind of thing. It's it's really over the top, unbelievable. Some of the stuff they do, but it's because it's based off the the video game and pretty much the scenes that they have in the the movie are replicated from the uncharted series. So it's meant to be unbelievable if that makes sense. So, but it's, it's a fun movie. So we watched that, but yeah, there was a uh, quite a bit of shaking going on in the room. Yeah. Mm. You know, what, kind of shaking. okay. Just a second. <laughs> uh, you know, so um, you know what I like about the bass that's below 30 Hertz, right? And even below 20 Hertz. Mm -hmm. When you hear that, the reason yeah. I like it, I don't, I don't know. If, I might be the only one, right? I might be weird, but you tell me, Michael. But I kind of feel like it's an inside joke. You know what I mean? Like you're you're hearing this bass, and you know that those the guy watching TV doesn't have any idea no. that that's happening. No, right? No. Soundbar probably so not going to hear that either, no. right? With no, those no. subs. And so you're just like <clears throat> you hear like, and you're like, only I know it. I know Michael hears that, right? But those other people, those other folks. Yeah, they, they had no idea that that happened. Yeah, so I kind of like that exclusivity. You know what I mean? Like I got, <laughs> I'm trying to I get more to people. Hear some... Yeah, I'm trying to get more people into it because you know when they when they tell me what they have and they're like, I look up the specs and their subwoofers rated down to 35 hertz. I just go, oh man, you are missing on so much fun, bro. So much fun. I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with having you know subwoofers that only go down to 35, but it's. It's kind of like taking part of your, like if you had a, a three-way speaker and you take the top end and at a certain frequency, you just kind of chop it off. Yeah. It's like, you're missing that information, man. It's there. It wants you to hear it, but 
your system isn't capable of handling that. So yeah, it's like the basics. I feel like the the base is just the 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 ground the groundwork for yeah. for all the rest of the frequencies, right? Yeah. You get the base down, like the black levels, right? You got to have good yeah. black levels. Right? Well, Everything base, else can be good, but if you don't have those solid black levels, it's like uh, you're I missing agree. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm missing out, by the way, on the on my projector setup. Need a JVC now. There you go. No, I, Dude, I don't need. And, it. Well, here's the cool thing: is some of the older JVC projectors that you can get very, very affordable pricing um, still look phenomenal, man. I mean, really, really sharp. Yeah. So nothing wrong with getting a used Youthman deal on some JVC. So, you still liking those things? Because you know you up? have some pretty nice, expensive stuff now. JVC projector. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that your speakers that you set up were so expensive. Yeah, those yeah. The expensive. JTRs aren't. Yeah, JTRs aren't cheap at all. Yeah. Whoa, sixteen Gs or something like that. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah, it's on up there. Dang. Yeah, they're about. I I don't know what the current prices are because they've gone up quite a bit over the past probably like year, two years. Mm-hmm. Um, after the pandemic and everything, just like everybody else, but um, but I think they're about forty five hundred a piece now. Not not the Atmos and the the height mm-hmm. channels, but like the LCRs, the subwoofers. Um, they're on up there. Uh, we've got a question here. We can start doing some some Q and A here. Yeah, where is it? Be <clears throat> okay. Speaking of tackle, I'm adding a butt kicker mini. Any suggestions for an app? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Any suggestions? So I haven't gotten into the the tactile transducers in my setup, so I don't have any experience with that. I know a lot of guys use um, pro audio amplifiers on them. They'll use like a Behringer. They'll use a Crown. Mm. Um, and I think the biggest reason is they you can get a lot of bang for your buck for those. You know, they don't have to be super high end amplifiers. They just need sufficient power. And a lot of times you can get those for two, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Buy some mini butt kicker. Yeah, that makes sense. There's, um, yeah, because a lot of times people don't like those types of apps because they feel like, oh, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not high enough for them, them, right? Yeah. But for a bass shaker, you're only playing what forty hertz and down, fifty hertz and down. Who knows, right? Yeah. So the fact that it's not producing like the clearest highs it doesn't matter so yeah, yeah. I think if you guys you want, in the chat have some suggestions for him like i said i don't have any experience on my own i've done a lot of home theater tours that have had them like i said a lot of them are, are running some kind of they normally don't use a like a monolith or a pair sound for a butt kicker they're usually using like pro audio amps so it's uh, also, yeah, Reverend Slim, he's got one. He says he uses a butt kicker LFE, so that's the bigger one, I believe, off a Crown XLS amp for a good while. Work great. High power, you can use a small 50 watt, but you really need the high power to move more tactile or to get more tactility. That's a good word. It, tactility. It, yeah. I like that. But pro amps are fine because you should uh, be low pass crossover. Cool. And you know what? It also depends <laughs> on the transducer that you have because yeah. they have some that are like, like, mm-hmm. Like this size and about this tall, right? And they have some that are like like this tall yeah. and like this wide, right? Yeah. So the larger one's going to require more power, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, it depends. I would, if I were you, I'd just look at the RMS power. Mm-hmm. You know, it says a recommended amount, yeah. and five find an amp that matches that. Yeah. that matches 
or get him a little bit more if you can. That way you got some headroom. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't worry about like you know what kind of app. Just make sure you yeah. feed it enough power and you're good to go. Sure. Uh, class D is fine too. You don't need to get anything else. Just class D. Um, you know, speaking of which, I've never tried the Crosen, Crosen, Crosen. Right. Yeah, those are expensive too. So those are different Crosen. in what way? Crosen is the cream of the crop when it comes to tactile transducers. You have some. I'm trying to remember the brand, but there's a really inexpensive brand on like Parts Express. Um, then you get into Butt Kicker would be you know a couple hundred dollars per mm-hmm. unit, and then you get into Crosen, and they're like in the like twelve hundred dollars, you know. Um, so as far again, I don't. I have pretty limited experience. I have no personal experience in my own theater mm-hmm. with the different ones, but I've been to some home theaters that have had Crosens. Um, I've had some that have had butt kickers. The biggest thing with any of them is getting them dialed in. The la- I mean, because some of them, like literally the butt kicker, I think especially that L. LFE version mm-hmm. that Reverend Slim has, that thing will rip your couch apart if you let it. I mean, like if you let it go wild, it'll it'll seriously like mess up your your setup. So anytime you have something like that, you've got all this power, you really need to make sure number one, you dial it in as far as output, because if it's if it's super high, it's gonna be annoying. So you're watching a movie and, and your whole you know chair is just going nuts. It's going to pull you away from that. The last thing you want to do is have that happen. You want it to be part of just this cohesive, um, low-frequency experience. And so when you dial that in as far as volume-wise, but then the other thing is making sure that that it's pretty much time-aligned with your other subwoofers. Because the the last thing you want is like your front, let's say you got two subwoofers up front and you're using a butt kicker in your seat. Well, if there's any delay there, Let's say something happens, um, you know, you're watching Jurassic Park and a dinosaur is just walking slow and he stomps down. Well, you're going to feel it and hear it from your front subwoofers, but then maybe a fraction of a second, your butt kicker is going to go off. So then it's like, wait, that's not happening at the same time. So even time aligning those. Is the worst is when deal. it's early. Yeah. <laughs> when it, when <laughs> like, well, you, it shakes and then you, it when you hear the yeah. sound, that's the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, that's the hard part. I've seen people do stuff with like a cup of water. Is that what you've seen? They put like some water. Yeah, I haven't and seen. And then they film in slow mo, and they kind of see when the thing actually hits versus mm-hmm. when the water moves. Yeah, right. And then they try to align it that way. I'm like, all right, I guess that will work. That's the hard. It's really the hard part, though. Mm-hmm. Because. To me, it's all about calibration. I mean, when you do it right, it's phenomenal. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard I like tactile transducers. I like I think I like near field subwoofers even better. Mm-hmm. Still not a big fan of the Boss, Hover Boss, Hover Easy. Mm-hmm. Those aren't I, I don't know. And, and everybody has their own opinions on those. Some people love those. The systems that I've demoed and the home theater tours that I've been through that had those that just just wasn't my cup of tea because my brain always knew that the base was coming from underneath me. Like I always knew that. And that pulled me out of that experience. So I know what you mean. Sometimes having those on, even I have a a base shaker. Mm -hmm. This is one of the smaller ones that I was telling you about. Yeah. But sometimes when I have that on, it actually makes a bass sound like there's less bass. 
Yeah. It's actually mm. the opposite of what you'd expect. Right. Yeah. When I when I turn it off, it's like I, I can actually enjoy my bass more. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Um, I just remember the brand um on Amazon. It's called Oro or Aro. Oh, oh yeah. Aura. 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 So it's it's a pretty inexpensive. It's like the cheapest butt kicker you can get. Tactile so transducers. But they're Aura, not that great either. Funny story. I was talking to someone uh who used to work at that company at Aura, right? Okay. And I just mentioned real quick, I'm like, yeah, I remember that one that used to strap to your chest. Right? Like oh, I really had that. Yeah. Right. Or it was a backpack, right? Yeah, backpack. backpack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, by that company. And you it was made for uh, you know, like Sega Genesis and like video games. Yeah. Because like, you're supposed to be able you to like, shot, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And I actually had one of those. And anyway, he told me a whole story about <laughs> that and how the Sega Genesis didn't even go down to like mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. I think it went down to something like 40, 50 hertz yeah. or something like that. Like so yeah. they had to make it so that it would produce bass because mm-hmm. it was actually not produ- producing enough uh, bass. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, Aura. Somebody here has an interesting mm-hmm. uh question. Let's see. Yesterday I asked Youth Man about the big PL three hundred subwoofer can go down to fifteen hertz. Yeah. Um five, yeah. how much? Four forty nine? Yeah. I'm looking at right now. Yeah, we we can't all, all afford SVS. Totally so, get it. Yeah. Let's see. Let, I have it up here. So this is <clears throat> the BIC. Yeah. Where's Megatron? Yeah. My my recommendation, I said, look for a used subwoofer. Um, because you can you can get so much. I don't know. And maybe it's just. And and maybe it's even subliminally too, like in a way, it's similar to Klipsch's Ceramitalic, mm. just a different color. So they're using silver instead of like a copper color. So I don't I don't think that's it, but so fifteen hertz. Okay, I think what it was. Okay, I, I know exactly what it was. So let's go to you. Keep doing that. I'm gonna look up database. Mm-hmm. Database actually measured. <clears throat> excuse me, measured that. How many how many watts is this thing? So 350 watts. Okay, so yeah, 350 watts RMS, watt. right? Mm-hmm. And it's a 12, and the enclosure looks pretty large, right? right? Well, large enough. If this is a 12, it's still not as large as that RSL that I'm reviewing, because mm-hmm. that makes the <laughs> it's using a 12, but it looks tiny in the enclosure that they have. Mm-hmm. The enclosure is so huge compared to the driver, but I can imagine that this could do that, right? You know, looks like a decent driver. You know, the only thing is 350 watts. Yeah, is just not as much as some of the competitors, right? Sure. Yeah. You know, if you were to look at a, uh, a something from SVS or even Monolith, their app is probably going to be like in the 800 watt range, yeah. RMS. Yeah. Is that going to be a huge difference? Mm, I don't think it would be a huge difference, right? But when it comes to bass. You know, what you don't want is you don't want it to make any bad noise, right? Yeah. So if you're going to use this in a big room and you want to keep turning it up and all of a sudden it makes, you know, some noise that you don't like, you're going to wish you had a little bit more power or beef your driver, you know, things like that. But like I was saying earlier, this could be more than enough for your room. It just really depends. Sure. And I think what Jonathan was looking at, and he may have an access to or have an account with database. I was trying to look it up on their website, but um, 
But what he was looking at, I think, if I remember correctly, is yes, they'll play down to whatever frequency, but it's down like 10, 20 dB. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's... Well, this says this says plus or minus three dB with a plug in center port and bass boost. Okay. And okay, so even without unsealed center, so it looks like it could do 20, 20, 20 ish, right? They can push it down to fifteen hertz. Yeah. It, the question is really how loud does it get? Sure. When it's playing that low, but I'm just happy that you can get a sub. Yeah. That can play that low at four forty nine. Right, yeah. that's awesome. You know, from, you know these people who were saying we have our inside joke where, mm -hmm. you know, we hear the bass that nobody else hears. I'm happy that you're able to hear it. You know, uh, whether it's going to be good enough for your room is going to really depend on the size of your room and your expectations. Yeah, you and say like Reverend Slim said, he said, "I bet good money that anything down near 15 hertz, that thing's going to run out of steam real quick." Yeah, probably at <clears throat> 350 watts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would rather have somebody get a couple of these mm -hmm. than one really huge sub that's in a bad location. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, they're just in a huge null. You can't fix it. Right. So I would much rather have people buy a couple of these. And I think it's, I think the price looks good. There are a few others in this price range, like that RSL that I was talking about, the Speedwoofer 10S. Yeah. is smaller than this i don't think it can go that deep but mm, yeah this is a great price 449 and if it can do anything even close to that i think i think that's something to be excited about yeah yeah we should celebrate that so that sort of stuff. i see like if rhythmic has anything like that you know like well, guess... yeah what else is even close to this 449 20 hertz like what can you get 449 and get down to 20 hertz at least 500 bucks and new because used, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Man, their website is so trash. Is that a 12 inch? Yeah, so. PL300. <laughs> Just real quick, yeah. So, I mean, this are about 770, but I just have a feeling like it would just spank that sub. See, here's that, here's that 12S that I was talking about. This is, I think, seven ninety nine. So that's so you know significantly more, right? Yeah. But look at how small the twelve looks in this box. Look at that. It's a huge yeah, box. Like, flip back over. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, this thing is pretty pretty nuts. So that's just where that was my advice. Like you know, let's say for especially if you were to find let's say a rhythmic sub that's used so you can get mm -hmm. it in the same price. I just think it's going to walk all over that big. So have but, you heard uh rhythmic yourself? I don't, I don't recall ever going to somebody's home and hearing one. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm at like 50, 60 home theater tours now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really recall any of them having that, but, I know a lot of guys that have used them, um, mm -hmm. and they love them. So, but I haven't reviewed any. Um, somebody mentioned the Stark ones, five hundred, but I think you have to buy two of them. So you're gonna have to spend a thousand bucks. And I think that was a comment last night as well. It's like you're gonna have to spend a thousand. So yes, you're getting them for five hundred a piece, but you're also doubling your budget. So that may not work. 
You know, I'm, I'll, I should reach out to that company. I should reach out to Bic and say, hey, yeah. send me that thing. There you go. I'll review it. Do it, man. Because then you can measure. 49 I like, I like inexpensive. We'll see. Good price. Yeah. I think what what my guess is mm-hmm. is what what Reverend Slim said. It's going to mm-hmm. run out of steam. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Either I don't yeah. know if it's going to be the driver or the amplifier. Probably the amplifier yeah. at 350 watts is just not a ton of power. <clears throat> and I think when you try to push it to those extremes, right? right? And and of course we're already at extremes, yeah. right? That's yeah. what we're talking about. When you're pushing it to extremes, 20 hertz, mm-hmm. below 20 hertz. And you're trying to get a lot of output from that thing, yeah. I, I think it's going to run out of steam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, I, if I guess they had that... a huge, huge box. Yeah, maybe they can make it work. Mm-hmm. But it's not. A, it doesn't look like a gigantic box. It yeah. looks like a decent sized box. It looks like the proper size box for the for a twelve. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just haven't. I just haven't been impressed with like what I'm seeing from Bic over the years. So. Again, I don't Ooh, have any. Are you a big hater? Thing. You're hating on Bic. I'm a big hater, apparently, <laughs> you know? and an Emotiva processor hater. You know. Yeah, I know, right? Everything. I get. I, I think get, the expectation I, from you is it has to be positive. You know, you have to be positive. But no, I mean that's what not, everybody not thinks. Amazing. I guess here's the thing too: you have to go into it just knowing the limitations of it and having proper expectations. And if you're okay with that, then I think it might be great for you but um yeah so it's same as big america from back back in the day um so this is interesting it says uh, eric was saying i was looking at svs and mono price for subs but with the prices inflated i think i'll be going with rel mm-hmm. speed for 12s at 799 it's a steal and goes down to 16 hertz plus or minus 3 db mm-hmm. and i can confirm it's it's definitely See, hitting rel those would, rel would be a much more reputable company they've been in the business for a long time and, make, and just to be know. clear this is rsl not rel oh i'm sorry i thought he put yeah. rail he put he put rel but it's rsl speed oh, rsl's been around for a long time too right yeah 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 oh wow um <laughs> bob photo says i'm a bona fide big hater <laughs> i love it. Say, please please review the big for us there you go. That'd be cool, man. Yeah. Reach out to him. Hey, be, I'm always I'm curious. always down for the underdog, you know? <laughs> yeah. Put it uh, in with, what your, else? Uh, with your subwoofer collection you got going on. I know. I know. I you know what I'm trying to just really find out is what's really enough for most people, right? Because mm-hmm. we just get spoiled. Yeah. Right? For sure. Like I can imagine that a lot of people are just gonna be happy to have some base, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Four forty nine is a big difference between four forty nine and seven ninety nine. It is that's for a double. lot of people. That's a yeah. that's a big difference. Yeah, <laughs> friends at Big makes pins. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was a good one, Fred. I like it. Nineteen seventy iconic budget brand. They're an iconic budget brand. Oh, Jamaica, I appreciate it. You know what? I think. I'm gonna have to you consult get with it, them. Bro. They just need just they need some it. better marketing, man. Yeah. You can't be get it, man. Get two of Bic, them. Bic Acoustech Elite Series Bic PL three hundred. Mm. Look at their website. Well, you know, at four forty nine, if it's if it's doing anything close to what they're saying, oh yeah, okay, you should be happy. I think this is it. All right, so go back to their website and just okay. go to the products page and put All it right, up. I'm here. I think this is where maybe the the hater comes in. So you tell me. Well, 
one one thing I'm noticing it says you will received one big acoustic. That's that's weird. <laughs> All right, so just click on. Um, are you on a different website than I am? I'm on I'm Big on America. Acoustic sound is. Oh, this is a different one. I Maybe I'm on that, a different site. They said it's the same company. Okay, so that's interesting. So that's Big Acoustic. So maybe I'm thinking of this other here. Oh, this this is a company that sells. Dude, tell me what the heck are you looking at there? <laughs> AcousticSoundDesign.com. Let me see a different one. Yeah, let's see. I'll share mine. There you go. I got it. Go. All right. So you right, tell me. All right. What is this? That's a. Uh... Oh, it's the same one. Acoustic. Look at the logo at the bottom. Yeah, that's uh... a company, but. You, you tell me, what does that look like? Oh, you're saying because of the ceramic? Yes. Looking? Dude, that is a ripoff if I've ever seen one. So the first time I saw that a long time ago when I first got in the home theater, uh -huh. somebody asked about them. I'm like, that sure looks like a clips, like an RSW 15, you know, or RSW 10. So I was probably like, hits lower, though. I guess. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely they they went down to ten or twenty hertz and they were done. So not that they were amazing. I guess it always bothers me when a company takes somebody else's design and says, you know, we're just going to copy that and see if we can kind of get some of that market share. Let's so, see some of their other products though. Let's take a look. What else? What do they, they have there? Uh, let's let's see, give Big America some love. Uh, All right, you know, Megatron's not on. He, he's he's missing out. Thing, dude. They got oh oh just, dude yeah those there's there's a. Definitely All right, a, so a look. speakers here. Floor stand. Let's see. Oh wow, those are. Oh some yeah, I've I've seen those. Somebody wanted <laughs> the eviction series. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I don't even know if they know who their target audience is or what their brand is. You know what I mean? Like true branding, because they got. I mean, how do you yeah. go from a red subwoofer to a silver subwoofer to one that looks like clips? Because their their tagline is probably annoying your neighbors, or borrowing from somebody else, making design. your making your neighbors upset. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, Bick, if I'm hating on you, but no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really, Where are they at? Irwindale. It oh, looks they're, in, they're in California. I'm gonna hit them up. Is yeah. that? A, I'm gonna call them. I think they deserve. I should call them right now. Contacted from Joe and Tail. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I'm. I hope I hope it does what they yeah say it's supposed oh, to do. Look at Luke's comment. He says, "Big boy, it's cheap." <laughs> boy, it's cheap. Like oh, it. what other questions we have here? You have any other questions? Mm. Interesting. He said, "Big and Clips got into a court, um, mm. believe for the color of their cones, and they got they had to change the color." Well, they're still on there, so I don't huh. know. But yeah, I guess that's that was the big thing back when I first got into home theater, I do remember seeing Bic and it just stuck with me. It's like, be original, man. Come up with your own kind of design and style and your brand and instead of trying to take somebody else's. But the reality is we see that in other manufacturers too. So. Somebody said I should call them live. <laughs> they call them live. See what they say. Well, I don't even, where was that website again? Bic Acoustic. Right, Bic Acoustic. Uh, Big subwoofer. Okay, bigamerica.com. All right. Dang, Big America. All right. All right. Let's see. Can we give him a call, Joe? Uh, I'm not really set up to, <laughs> to be giving calls, but 
There is a number here. Yep, I see it. Eight. Eight seven. This seven, is a bad five. idea. <laughs> this is a very bad it's idea. A, it, it's funny though. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> this is a first for the daily high five. I think it's hilarious. That's right, man. Ike, who's next on the, the youth man hater list? This is a horrible idea. <clears throat> All right, I don't care. Go ahead. America, the manufacturer of high quality speakers and products for music and home theater systems. High quality. For sales and parts orders, press one. For technical support and warranty service, press two. Mm. Huh? You only got one or two, so it's one. America. Manufacturer of high quality speakers and products for music and home theater systems. For sales and parts orders, press one. For technical support and warranty service, press two. I'm going to have to go with one. Yeah. Am I able to hear? I can't watch. <laughs> we, can hear you. we can hear you. For better speakers. Uh, oh, gold sponsor at M Wave. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's not good. They should answer. It just, it just dropped the call. Oh. That's because you. I don't know, man. That's a. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, I that mean, would have been good. They would answer though. Yeah, if you can't get in touch with sales to buy something, man. I know, right? I picked rough. sales. It wasn't even the support one. No answer. For, no answer. No voicemail. It's so sketchy. So all right. Huh? They had their. Well, chance. At least you tried. I, I, I commend a, you for trying live. They had an opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They must be watching. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe somebody's on here. Like, don't pick up. I don't yeah. know. I would give I would give them a, a fair shake, you know. Right. See what they could do. Anyway, any other questions here? <laughs> Angela said I can't watch. <laughs> oh, I love it. Any any questions? I applaud you, man. That was good. I want to answer <laughs> some was questions. looking at the stream and not responding. They're like we ain't picking up the phone call. What? Mike and Joe get their PL two hundred and PL three hundred. Jamaica social. He's got to be able to get in touch with them first. So, yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll try to Give see what's shot. up. You know, right. I bet I'll get something from them sooner than I get. You know, a Denon or Moran's <laughs> product from Massimo. That's probably true. Or, or even a product from Emotiva. Those guys mm -hmm. never send me anything. Yeah. I don't think they like me. They wanted to send me the updated version of the uh, UMC one. I don't think they like RMC me one. So, and I, I told him, I said, honestly, guys, I, I probably wouldn't mind checking it out, but I said, I've got to get past some of these reviews, man. I'm way behind. And yeah, what do you got? What are some of the <laughs> ones that you have upcoming that have been, uh, you know, on your to do list? <laughs> some of them are way old. I okay, mean, let's hear it. Really Oh no, it's terrible. People is it, ask is it like, like that. You feel bad already? <laughs> horrible. Um, <laughs> All right. So Let's one is it. one is the Emotiva X. No, I'm sorry, the um, DR3, three okay. channel amplifier, 450 watts by two, three. So I don't even know. No, it's three. Yeah, by three. So Nick, uh, Nick over there sent sent you those. Yeah. 
ask him next time you talk to him. Say, hey, you don't like Joe or what? Because you never, <laughs> you never respond to his emails. You've yeah. never sent him anything. And yeah. if he says, no, nah, I don't like him, I'll, yeah. I'll be like, all right, that's, that's cool. That, that's fair. Yeah, I've that's got okay. a, um, I still have the um, Travoce 15. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I took it out. I've had it for a while. Um, <laughs> that's old. I know it. I'm telling you, man. It's like, I'm, I'm behind on some stuff. I really, really am. Oh, man. Um, um, but I got some new definitive, I say new, they're probably old models, but definitive technology sent me three speakers, like a LCR. I've got a Denon 4800 that came mm -hmm. with that system. So I'll be reviewing that. I've got some videos on Mad VR. I've got some videos on those headphones. I've got my desk I need to do. Oh, those headphones. I bet that's going to come out next year. I need, to, <laughs> I need to do my final review on the, the Klipsch McLarens. Gosh, what else? Oh, that's a lot. I've got, oh, I've got to install this back here. Oh, yeah, you can kind of see it uh, right there. The Which box. one are you excited to do? <sighs> put you on the spot since I couldn't um, put Nick on the spot. Like, what am I most excited? Out of, out of those, which one are you like, oh, I'm... I mean, I definitely want to get the MavVR set up in my room. I mean, I've okay. already got it working, so, like, tone mapping's there. But one of the big things that I, I want to um, dive into is the, what they call nonlinear stretch. So I have a okay. 2.35 screen, and it'll fill up my screen no matter what content I throw at it. So if I have a 16 by 9, um, it does some zoom, some stretch, and... It'll do it in real time, which is super, super cool. Um, but I so need you're to get excited that for that one. Yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I just want to see, maybe even do some try to before and after kind of comparisons on things like highlight recovery. You know, what does that even do? Um, which one are you the least excited to do? <laughs> Probably the one that is the oldest, if you really the think the oldest about one. It. Yeah, and I don't know. And part of it is all right. Is so the, that's the Travoce, huh? Honestly, the Emotiva beats that one. Oh, you've, oh and here's the here's okay. the reason. And people ask me, they're like, "What happened? You didn't do the review." And I think what it was was I connected it in my living room, and I, I I'll be honest, I didn't hear any different from my two channel amplifier. And I'm going, mm -hmm. "What do I say in the review?" Other than this thing, just is it's a it's a beast. It works. It works. It works. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not going to fluff something and say fruity pebbles about this thing. Mm -hmm. And it smells like roses, you know, and I guess that's where, and so I may not do many amplifier reviews in the future because I feel like I'm having to make up stuff just to make it's a video. Hard. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't have measurement equipment to, to say, okay, this thing measures 475 Watts by three versus what they claim at 450 or it only measures 325. So I don't have measurement tools like that. So I guess it's more of a, what do I say? You know I what know I mean? The way it looks, is it heavy? Right. Is, I mean, it, is it light? I know. I know. What does so the back look like? It's, it's kind of like you just have to go over the features it, and maybe yeah, it was, to me, it was easier to do the basic series mm -hmm. because there's value there. It's like, man, these things are affordable. You've got, I've found, you know, they easily powered my setup. You know, I had a, a three channel. And so things like that, I think, made it easier. But you know what I've been doing lately that might help you is just go to their website mm -hmm. 
and I'll look at the website and they're going to make claims like it does this. Yeah. And then you just say, did you notice that or no? Yeah. Like, is this okay? Like, okay, yeah. I believe them. Whatever. Right. I'm just going to go over the specs and, and, and I'll tell you whether I notice those things or not, or, yeah. or if it's untrue, right? right? If it says that it does this and it doesn't, okay, well, that's something to talk about. Yeah. You know, but I, I know what you mean. Apps yeah. are really so that, That's hard for me. And so, like I said, I, I just think I've made a conscious decision. Like I'm, I'm not reaching out to amplifiers, like manufacturers to, mm-hmm. I'm not dying to do that because I can't, I can't even express subjectivity on that. Actually, like, subs are not that easy to review either because it's one of those things like it's so I do measure the subs, right? You're right. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost like it either hits 20 hertz right. or it doesn't hit 20 right. hertz. Right. All right. If it does, all right. How low does it actually go? Oh, it goes down to 16. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how loud can it play without distortion? Yeah. It's like it's all stuff that you can just measure and it'll it'll tell you what it it's doing. Yeah, but then then what? Like, I, I'm not yeah. one of those guys that's gonna pretend like, oh, you know, yeah. this is fast. <laughs> you know, it's you know the the bass is tighter here. Yeah, it's just like if it's if it's distorting, mm-hmm. that's no good. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. plain clean, no no chuffing. All right, cool, it's working. Yeah. All right, now what? Like, now what? Uh, the, and then I can just read over the specs. You know, yeah. that's basically it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, subwoofers are tough too, yeah. and I have I a bunch com- of subs right now. I see your comment of Evangeliste. Um, he says, "Not sure why we have to only praise one or two subwoofer brands." Um, there's a lot of subwoofer brands that are amazing. I mean, I can name probably 15 brands of subwoofers that I wouldn't have any problem recommending. Big uh, just doesn't end up on that list. Um, you know, there's yeah. there's tons of of great manufacturers out there. Um, so. so- so Fred is saying some subwoofers sound faster, or tighter with music. Sound I've talked about this before. And you know, the tough thing about this is mm-hmm. 20 Hertz mm-hmm. is the amount of cycles mm-hmm. that right. the, the driver moves sure. right, per second. Yep. And a hundred Hertz yep. is a hundred cycles per yep. second. Right. Exactly. Yep. So how do you change that? Anytime it moves faster, if it moves yeah. faster, then it's no longer a hundred Hertz. That is correct. It's a higher frequency. Yeah. I think that right. is a, and you can Google that. I mean, literally like Google that and you'll find people, they're starting to say, okay, look, that's been a myth that, that that's been around forever. You know, yeah. The, the fast base slower, sloppy. Yeah. I'll tell you what I really think that is, Fred. I think that has more to do with the time alignment of the subs to the main speakers. Mm-hmm. So remember we were talking about the, the sure. bass shaker. Yep. How if it comes in too late, it doesn't seem right. Like the bass hit and now it's shaking. Like that doesn't make sense. They should hit at the same time. I think that that's what happens with most subwoofers that aren't calibrated properly to the main speakers. So people say, oh, it's slow bass. Like, yeah, it's just late bass. Nothing about it. It's slow or fast. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't I, I heard sloppy bass, though. Yeah. There's such thing as sloppy bass, but if you were to measure it, you'd be able to tell like, nah, that's not good bass. Yeah. Right. I'm not trying to put Fred on the spot, but like he yeah, said, some sound more textured. Like, what does that even mean? What is a I, textured bass? Okay. So I think my job <laughs> as a reviewer is to kind of translate, Right. you know, translate what I'm measuring, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing 
and the words that lots of people use. So texture actually makes sense from the standpoint of a flat response, right? So if you have a sub that's only doing 30 hertz and it's it's a huge peak, well, that's not going to be very textured because it's just going to, it's a one note wonder, right? When they yeah. say that, textured would mean if your bass is flat and you're here able to hear all of the frequencies, then you can hear the difference between that 80 hertz tone and that 45 hertz tone and then that 20 hertz tone, right? You hear all the subtleties because they're all equal in volume. So you're able to perceive it. So to me, that's what texture is about. You can hear those differences. So, but but that has more to do with the fact that it's actually a, a flatter response, not a peaky, right? Peaky design. So yeah, that's right. you know that's what I found. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Um, what else? What else? Aaron, what's up, Aaron? He says he's at the beach. Nude beach. Oh. I don't know. Are are do you are you uh, a hater of any particular brand? When it comes to subwoofers, is that like they're kind of insinuating? Yeah. Is they're just like, oh, I don't like this brand because of, you know, whatever reason. Or do you favor some brands? How about that? For subwoofers, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, they, and I guess where I've heard some larger subwoofers and especially ones that dig really deep, mm -hmm. like with serious authority. Mm -hmm. And it's just really hard to get that in a lot of subwoofers. Um, unfortunately, those subwoofers get very expensive. You got subwoofers like Harbottle that'll yeah. do single digits. You got JTR. Yeah, I just don't like that name. I'm biased. Digits. I just don't like the name Harbottle. Yeah, it's different. You know, um, you've got um, PSA Power Sound Audio makes fantastic subwoofers. Um, Public service announcement. Oh, no, I don't <laughs> like the name either. Yeah, you know. I'm already off. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be the hater. Fresh That's hater, Jay. Yeah. PSA. Nah. Yeah, Tom's a great dude. Real nice see, guy. See, uh, Aaron said JL Audio. I like JL, JL Audio because I'm just, I just like JL. Yeah, I JL like the way that the logo looks in the in the back of the day, dude. Yeah, I used to have JL, so they I'm wanna, a JL fan. And actually, you know what? All of the I ask competitions, man. They their their subs do look cool though. Yeah, you know the just the way everything yeah. looks. It's like they have good design. And you yeah. know what? I know you like. Uh, you like your JTR subs, right? 100%, and you're yeah. friends with uh, with Jeff over there, right? Sure. Yeah. No. I don't like the way that they look too much, though. Like, no, from a design perspective, no, if they weren't behind the screen, it's not something no. I would really want to look at. And most people won't, but most of his products are used in like dedicated theater rooms, they're used in AT screens. Yeah. So it makes sense. Like the lights go out, nobody cares what they look like. Yeah. He is 100% about performance. Mm -hmm. because anything he puts in design as far as like cool cabinetry and the app, all yeah. that's going to do is drive up the price. Yeah, And he doesn't have a ton of markup on his. It's not like, you know, he's selling a $4,500 subwoofer and you know, his cost is $1,200. Yeah. That's not the case at all. You know, in his towers, the tweeter alone, like just the, or I say tweeter, the coaxial driver. Mm -hmm. I went up there and we did a tour and he told me, he said, Michael, my cost for just the coaxial driver. So we're talking a mid range and a, and a, a tweeter and a coaxial design at that time, it was $900 oh, just wow. for one driver. Wow. You know, yeah. and, and I can, I mean, I love clips. I enjoy clips, but I can promise you my RF seven threes in the living room, 
they don't have 900 bucks in the entire speaker. Yeah. We're talking wood crossover tweeter two you know, 10 inch drivers. Yeah. You know what? I, I wish that more reviewers would be more honest about their, their own personal biases. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're not being honest or if they're just not aware of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Like I try to be very aware of what I like and I don't like. Sure. And I let people know. Yeah. Just because I'm a I'm a human, you know what I mean. I'm just a normal dude. Happens to review speakers, right? So like I I'll go over it like this. JL I like because I used to have JLW sixes, right? Right. So automatically I like their stuff. I like the way it looks. I like their logo. Everything, you know. Um, what else? Bic I like just because they're the underdog, right? I've never even heard of them. Right. I've never heard them, but because it's cheap, I remember. I remember not being able to afford anything, and I wish Absolutely. that I could buy something that would perform well. Sure, you know. <laughs> and I'm almost hoping, like, yeah, you know what? This outperforms its price category. Yeah. I like yeah. kind of like what Monolith did, right? That's why I like Monolith so much mm-hmm. because oh, are we still talking about subwoofers? Yet? Yeah, no, I'm no. Like, actually, Ty, you know it. what we're talking about? We're not talking yeah. about just subwoofers. Yeah. We're talking about personal biases, yeah, biases sure. yeah. for uh, and I've reviewers. Like I've used and enjoyed the sound of clips for literally for decades. Mm-hmm. So when I was a teenager, I would go to Sound Advice mm-hmm. and I would listen to Bowers and Wilkins. Mm-hmm. I would go to the next room. There was clips. And I'm like, man, I like that sound. I like that in your face. I like the horn design. Mm-hmm. I like what it brings to the table. And so... It goes back to I had Polk Audio speakers that I bought mm-hmm. when I was working at Circuit City. And one day I, I ended up upgrading or I ended up seeing an ad on Craigslist. A lady had two clip speakers mm-hmm. and she had a Velodyne sub and it was a 15 inch sub. I had a Velodyne 10 inch mm-hmm. and it was 250 bucks for the whole all three speakers. In my brain, I thought, well, the subwoofer alone, I mean, I could get 250 bucks maybe for the pair of speakers. So I was going to mm-hmm. buy the three, sell the clip speakers, keep the subwoofer, sell my subwoofer, and I come out making money on the thing. I'm like, dude, uh, that's that's where the whole youth man deal kind of started. Oh, that was like my first youth man deal. And so I, I get these speakers and I hook them up just to see what they sounded like. And I was listening to a Jeremy Camp song. And there's a part in the song that I heard a weird like almost like static. And I went, that doesn't sound good. And I backed it up and I I thought my speaker was having issues. And what I found out, Joe, is I heard something. It was his finger moving across the fret of the guitar. And I had heard that song probably hundreds of times, never once heard it in my polks, not once. Mm. And I went, I'm hearing details that I have never heard. And so, yeah, there's a personal bias there because I like hearing the detail. I don't like hearing a veiled or what I consider a laid back kind of speaker. Mm. I like a more forward sounding speaker. So that is a bias. And I think that's why I like JTR so much. It's a horn design. Um, It's got a lot of the same characteristics that I like from clips. It's got clarity. It's got detail. It's got dynamics. It just takes it to a whole new level. So, but yeah, I think you're right. I think we all have our biases. Um, yeah, and you know what? Wrong with that. And I wish I wish more people would just be honest. You know what I mean yeah. about what they are, and, sure. and just be upfront because yeah. it's fine. You yeah. know, I, I actually wonder if 
people just want an only objective review mm-hmm. or if they do care what my opinion is, right? Yeah. Because if I just wanted to do objective, well, I'll mm-hmm. just show you the measurements. Yeah. And then that's that's it. I'm done. Yeah. You decide what those measurements mean. Yeah. I don't even need to show my face, right? Here's the measurements. Here they are on the website. Done, <clears> right? Yeah. Or do people really care about what I have to think about, uh, you know, <laughs> about speakers? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. Here, Mark Wilson says, Rel, go. All right, what I think, I've never reviewed a Rel myself, but mm-hmm. I just don't like the the marketing of it mm-hmm. from the standpoint that they're anti-DSP because I'm all about DSP, right? Yeah. I think DSP is going to make the sub sound awesome. And, you know, we made... Chana's rel sound better with DSP, mm-hmm. right? But you know, I I've said it before. I think that it makes sense for somebody with two channel yeah. to you know to use their speakers because it doesn't have DSP. So there's it's not sure. slow, yeah. It's not delayed because there's no DSP, which is yeah. what causes the delay. But I don't like to me that's misleading. Come on, I don't like that type of marketing. Yeah. You know, just say hey, we don't use DSP. That's why it's good for two channel. Mm-hmm. If you want to use ours with DSP, it's probably going to give you a better response for home theater, and you can use it for that. Mm-hmm. Just, just say that. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. You know? So I don't like that. You know? I don't like that. I don't care if, if, I, if the owner was on, I would say the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So what, what else? <laughs> um, uh, we like to... Okay, yeah, I'm just I'm just a hobby guy. You know what I mean? I'm just into this because I'm into it. Um, so let, let's say SVS, right? SVS, honest assessment of SVS is they're very consistent, mm-hmm. right? Just like it's not the cheapest, yeah, right? It's not the most expensive. They're right in the middle, but everybody they're they're excellent at marketing, yeah, right? Sure, and they back it up though. <clears throat> you know yeah. when you have a problem. You call them, they're gonna they they do all the stuff that they say they're gonna do. Yeah, so it might not care. be the best in any extreme way. Not the cheapest, not the best, but right down the middle, it's an easy recommendation. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's the guys are cool bad. dudes, yeah. right? They're yeah. all good dudes over there, and I get along yeah. with all of them. And they've always supported me, so that's important to me. You know, when I ask for a product, hey, for yeah. sure, here you go. You know? So all right. Aaron has a question for us. All right, let's see. <laughs> Joe, what's a brand you found yourself? Well, I you know what he found yourself disappointed for whatever reason and same for me I, I mean i know which one i know what mine is but y'all know what mine is too um well you know so so osd market. used to be my channel sponsor right right yeah and anybody anytime somebody says oh you know you know because it's not fair if they're your sponsor look at any of those reviews were any of them overly positive look at my speaker leaderboard are they on the top no nah, they're kind of like in the middle or towards the bottom, mm-hmm. right? So that's disappointing to me mm-hmm. because I wanted them to be yeah. great, right? Sure. I would call the owner like, dude, this is what you need to do to make them better. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to be awesome, right? So that's disappointing, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, how about you? <laughs> like I said, you, got, you know where I'm going. It's it's Imativa, you know? Oh, okay. I so maybe I don't them. want them to send me anything. I love their speed. I mean, I love their amplifiers. I think their amplifiers is where... That's like that's their market. That's where they started their business, and then they got into um, you know processors. I bought their first processor. I, I think it was their first processor. It was the UMC one. So this was back at least ten years ago. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first processor. And I think at the time it was $500, cheapest processor out there. We were like, whoa, this is great, man. I can get a dedicated preamp processor, 500 bucks. That's amazing. And I just had a lot of bugs. I mean, it was like bad. They're, they had the EmoQ software back then. That was their RumaQ. It was terrible, like really, really bad. And I just didn't like it. So I sold that, went back to, I think, a um, just a regular receiver and loved that. Um, and then later on, then, you know, I got into content creation, making reviews and product reviews and ended up getting the RMC one and kind of was the same MO. I just had a bunch of like issues with it. And I, even, I mean, when you turn it on or when I turned it on, let, and I don't want to speak for every content creator because there were other people that got the same unit RMC one, and they didn't have the some of the issues that I had. And so could I've gotten a bad one possibly, but I let Emotiva know, I'm like, Hey, look, I'm having these issues. We got on the phone with their, um, like their main tech guy or lead guy, maybe engineer. I'm not sure. And he walked me, we spent probably 30 minutes troubleshooting. We've eventually, he's like, well, let's just go back to factory default. So we did a factory reset. Everything seemed to work fine. I'm like, cool, man. That's great. If it was just because it's software, you know, Mm. okay. Could have got, got glitchy. So we went back to factory. Everything was good. And then probably a week later I get a call. I'm, I'm somewhere in Brandon and my daughter's like, Hey dad, um, what's up with the, the theater? We're in here and, um, and I forget, I think she could see the picture, but she couldn't hear any sound. And I'm like, oh, mm. God. <laughs> and Again. so about a third of the time, one out of like three or four times, I would turn the system on, it would do that. And the only way I could fix it is I'd have to shut it down and physically unplug it and just let it totally drain, then plug it back in. And you just shouldn't. And that, yeah. at that time, it was a six, was it 6,000 or 4,000? So yeah, bad experience. So you kind of had a bad experience. Yeah, it's like, it's just two. I mean, this is like two strikes, yeah. but you know, Reverend Slim says the XPA three gen one, it's still going strong. Absolutely, man. They're basic series. I'm a fan of those. I mean, they're just inexpensive to be able to get into that. So I think there's a lot that they're doing. Um, I've heard their speakers a long time ago when they first came out with them. Wasn't a big fan of those, but again, that's a different sound than what I like which is, you know, at the time I had clips. So, man, they're uh, hammering you all these brands. They want to so I'm good with it. So candy, keep yeah. keep it coming. So, yeah. Kef, all right. So, Kef, my first experience with them is uh, the <laughs> KC62, that little tiny subwoofer. If you thought that the SVS 3000 Micro yeah, was small, this I've is even it. smaller. Small. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little football. Six and a half right? or something. Yeah, a little six and a half, right? Yeah. Dual opposing. And they were claiming something ridiculous, like 12 hertz or 11 hertz, right? Okay, so already I was already like, mm. and then they were also claiming uh, high SPL. Yeah. And I knew what that meant. It meant that it could do 11 or 12 hertz at super low volume, and, and it could get high SPL at mm-hmm. a much higher frequency. But to yeah. me, that was misleading, right? I didn't like that, right? Sure. So when I, I actually got that sub for a review... And I was already annoyed by that. So you were biased, Joe. Yeah, I was. I was biased going into it. Yeah. (laughs) I was biased because I didn't, you know, I'm biased by their marketing, right? Right. And how their marketing makes me feel. Yeah. Right. But I still measured it. And what ended up happening is like, uh, of course, it was like I said, 
it, mm. it can play right. sure. low frequencies at low volume, but it it moves dynamically, right? What I was surprised was was that because it was so small, so well built, you couldn't help but kind of like it. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, dang, this thing is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so tiny. Yeah. The fact that that little thing makes the super low frequencies and it actually did sure. at low volume. Yeah. That I was like, mm, I can't hate it. <laughs> they followed through on what they said it could do. Right. Yeah. It was just that what they said was a little bit misleading. Mm. Right. But that's still a, you know, sure. uh, to me, Kef is just a great uh, engineering brand and really good at marketing. Yeah. Good marketing, good photos. Really, really beautiful. And legit engineering chops. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cambridge. <laughs> Cambridge, dude. I don't know about Cambridge. Yeah. You know what I think about Cambridge? When I hear Cambridge, I think about, honestly, I think about little tiny computer speakers. Computer speakers. Yeah. Like computer I remember speakers that. that I see yeah. in the magazine. Yep. And it says like, Cambridge like oh, they kind of look like both speakers. Yeah. I remember you know? that. That's what I think of too, but they have like nicer, higher end stuff now. Yeah. So that's what I think about. I have no experience with Cambridge. Um, Aaron's audio corner, Sonos. What? You asking Aaron? Cambridge Soundworks. Yeah. I actually wouldn't mind. I, I was curious about those. I just couldn't afford anything back then. Dude, here you go, Joe. This Let me think. Your- um, let me think. Right <laughs> oh, a rendal? Man. What is this? That's yeah. Cambridge. <laughs> Are those it? Look at that little sub right yeah. there, though. Look yeah, at that. Big old power <laughs> joker, man. Look at the little sub. Look at the um, 3.5 millimeter jack. What's that? That's cute, man. Oh, Funny. look at that power brick. That was huge, man. Um, yeah, that's what. When you mentioned Cambridge, that was the first thing that I thought of. Oh, we'll go but, fast. Let's just go fast. Arendel, I'm a I'm a fan of uh, Dan Romer, mm-hmm. and you know I love my monolith encore. So Arendel gets the it's automatically like I'm 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 liking it, and I like the way it looks, mm-hmm. and I like the direct uh direct model because yeah. it keeps the prices down. Yeah. What about you, Arendel? I like I like their. I re- re- reviewed one of their subwoofers, and I was really impressed because I'd oh. never heard Arendel. So I'd, I had no preconceived ideas. I didn't know what to expect. And I'm like, dang, this is pretty tight, man. I mean, it measures well. It sounds good. A lot of output. Looks gorgeous. I mean, it's a really nice looking unit. I like their MTM speakers. So. Creative Sound Blaster. Creative sound. That's what I think oh, about. Wow. Creative yeah, yeah. Sound Blaster. Yeah, I don't know. Sound cards. That's Are all I can think of. Yeah. Um, Polk uh, Bright. I just think of bright speakers. And and they just they have to compete with clips, but they can't do a horn, right? They're mm-hmm. both right there at Best Buy, and they're both like just competing for your attention. So they're like, uh, let's just make it bright. That's like my the, that's my initial impression. I did like their the, Reserve series, though. The Reserve, yeah, the Reserve <laughs> yeah. was not like that though. Really that's like what's that. funny. It's like, yeah, you go in with a certain mindset, and then mm-hmm. because they, my old Polk that I've had, they they mm-hmm. were exactly like I said. Yeah. And then the Reserve comes out, you're like, oh, that's not that bright. Yeah. But see, what's weird though, we say that I had the Polk RT800s. They were floor standing speaker, yeah. the CS300, which was a big center channel, six and a half inch drivers. And the clip speakers were, I think they were brighter than that. I mean, they definitely had way more detail, mm-hmm. but I like that. So, oh, Angela and, uh, Logitech. and Christian say oh, wow. Logitech. Yeah. 
That's hey, you know what? Bigger, My first yeah. gift to Angelo were some Logitech 2.1 speakers, mm-hmm. and those things kind of they kind of did their thing. They had yeah. a little six and a half inch subwoofer for the computer, yeah, and uh, they weren't terrible. And I think they had a THX system that was pretty decent, also. But they're computer speakers, you know what I mean? Sure. What else? What those else I, I never actually heard those. Um, I've heard that that's some of the better speakers that Bose ever made. Um, the 901s, yeah, the 901s, yeah. yeah. I guess they're very I different. I, I don't think I ever heard them though. And then somebody asked JBL. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard. I think I've only heard one or two. So Jonathan, up in Kansas City, he's got a complete JBL, and he he has line arrays, dude. It mm. sounds phenomenal. I mean, he's got a really really nice system. Definitely the most immersive system I've ever heard. You mm-hmm. walk in his room, no matter where you move in his room, you're just enveloped with sound because mm-hmm. it's all identical. His his height speakers, his front LCR, his surround back side surrounds are all the same line array. And with oh, yeah. line arrays, man, it's just, it's, he's got a hundred and, did you say 180, 160 degree coverage on each speaker? So imagine that there's no holes in his room. It's insane. So no, I, I, I like, like this game. Video. Okay. B and W, let's just do rapid fire. So B and W, beautiful, so. stylish design. Their subwoofer. I heard their dual, oh gosh, what were they? The 212s. Uh huh. Wasn't that impressed, man? And they are expensive, dude. So you pay a whole lot of money for them. <laughs> These guys, we're gonna get in trouble, man. Yeah. I don't care. They Let's can go. They can be so, right. Clips so B&W, yeah. Bowers and Wilkins. Here's yeah. here's what I think. Right? <clears throat> they had a history of really uh, exotic looking speakers. Yeah. I've I've heard some B and Ws back in the day that were like they sounded a little bit magical. They had mm-hmm. a little magic to them, but yeah. that's because I didn't know anything, so I don't mm-hmm. know. I just yeah. knew that they were expensive and yeah. that kind of impressed me already. But mm-hmm. I have heard like the eight eight oh threes, eight oh one, you know, all those series. And yeah, yeah. they're they're cool, too expensive. Yeah. And I think that looking back, I think the magic trick was they're super bright, mm-hmm. but like yeah. at a certain frequency, you know, yeah. like sure. super bright, but like at the highest, highest, highest frequencies, like not in the annoying section, yeah, but at the super high end. So it makes you think like, dang, I'm hearing stuff that I don't hear in my other speakers. Yeah, yeah, because they're super boosted at like <laughs> those higher frequencies. So yeah, I think that I, was I think the magic. Pretty, this is pretty hilarious, man. Like everybody's just throwing it. Menash says Klipsch Pro Medias. So I've gone through probably four sets of Pro Medias over the years. Their amplifiers terrible because they don't have any way of dissipating that heat. And so they just eventually fry. And of course, I was always buying them for like 20 bucks used. Uh-huh. So I wasn't ever, I wouldn't ever pony up for the brand new ones. So I'm already buying something that's old amplifiers kind of on its way out and I'm just wearing it out. All right. So JTR, 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 I'm going to have to say something because I know that Michael's going to balance it out. Yeah. Right. So JTR to me, big old, big old speakers Mm -hmm. for, for people who want like speakers that are made for like actual theaters, Mm -hmm. but they're crazy enough to put them in like their actual home theaters. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. huge True. and not very great looking. Yeah. 100%. That's my, these, and by the way, just for anybody tuning in, these are our like snap judgments. Yeah. Like, these I are, don't, yeah. Yeah. This is not a review. This is not, yeah. No. yeah. I could, I, my mind could change like this. Sure. The moment if I got some JTRs, I'm like, oh, dude, these are yeah. the best. I, I don't, yeah. I'd love I don't for you to hear your system, JTR system. They're pretty phenomenal. Um, there was, oh, Martin Logan's. So, I reviewed the Martin Logan 60 XTIs with the matching center, matching surrounds. 
still to this day, one of the most fun speakers that I've reviewed. I really, they look gorgeous. The finish on those were phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Well, so you I'm, didn't do JTR. What's, what's what? your quick, quick oh, uh, take on JTR? You know what I'm thinking on JTR. I own JTR. I mean, like literally there there's what's your bias though towards them that you own them the bias so i mean the short version is is i reviewed a pair and i'm like holy crap these do way more than what my pb16s do my pb16s when you do edge of tomorrow at the beginning they lose control they really do at high volume um because it, i guess it's hitting below the tuning port oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah the tuning so, frequency so yeah it needs some something bad like noises. that so once it once it does that it loses control and it doesn't mm. sound good so that was one thing so now i've got sealed i'm hitting flat down to five hertz pb16s can't do that at all so i'm experiencing something totally but you're talking different. facts right now i'm just talking about, i want to i want to just just straight up here like so they're they're heavy facts. they're not beautiful they're not <laughs> meant to be um purely subjective yeah, um, they're not going to fit in most people's homes. I mean, there's okay. no doubt. I mean, they're they're not they're not going in most people's living rooms. And, and is okay. And 100%. Jeff's your Jeff's? Would you consider Jeff your friend? Yeah, I mean, I consider Nick my friend, Jill from Clips my friend. Yeah, same here. Yeah, uh, Paul when we were hanging out, Paul from yeah yeah Round United, he was my we, friend. This is what reviewers should do. Explain. You know, so Elac, all right, Elac. I'll tell you straight up, Elac. Um, one of their guys, uh, Chris over there, Chris Walker, yeah, Chris Walker, like super cool he, dude. We're cool, we're we're. I'm cool with Chris Walker. Like he comes yeah. over, right, and drops off the stuff, yeah. and like we talk about all kinds of other stuff <laughs> aside from speakers, right? So that's my bias. Is like, yeah. I like I like Chris Walker. Like he's him yeah. and I are cool, right? Yeah. But I still tell him like, "Hey, I don't like this and that," mm -hmm. so I can be real honest with him. Okay, you know, and you know, we don't always agree about you know yeah. what I think about the speakers and stuff like yeah. that. But what are your thoughts I think, on Faber? I so real quick, Elac used to be my favorite, right? When Andrew Jones was there, mm -hmm. but I feel like they didn't. You know, Andrew Jones is not there anymore. So you it's think like, you're biased towards Andrew, though. I think that I was fanboying over Andrew Jones. That's when what I I'm first saying. Got You're towards him, yeah. I was totally like fanboying, like because everybody's like Andrew Jones, Andrew Jones, and like I interviewed him. I'm like, oh, Andrew Jones, right? And uh, yeah, he makes legit speakers, you know. Yeah. But towards the end, I kind of like didn't like some of the speakers that they were making. Like at mm -hmm. the end, like they made the UB5 and the yeah. and the original debuts because they were really low cost, right? Yeah. But great performance for the price. And then they started getting more expensive. I'm like, ah, you lost it. You yeah. lost it. So yeah. um, I'm cool with them because I like Chris Walker. Mm -hmm. And anytime they ask me to do something, I'm like, all right, well, let's let's just Check do it. it. Sure. I can be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. Who, who else? Who else? Uh, that me looks stupid. <laughs> Sonus Faber. Okay. Um, Martin Logan. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Have enough experience with him. Mm -hmm. um, and Martin Logan. So Martin Logan makes some different types of speakers too. I mean, you got your lecture stats, which yeah. sound way different than like the 60 XTIs that I reviewed. So I'm not feeling like so this is not objective, it's, uh, kind of subjective. Mm -hmm. It's just that when I saw Aaron's review of some of their in-wall speakers, the Martin Logan ones, oh, okay. it kind of turned me off to them mm -hmm. because they were so measured so poorly. Mm -hmm. I don't think a company that I feel like if I were mm -hmm. them, I wouldn't allow that that speaker to be out there. 
Mm-hmm. They just say, no, no, that, that's too bad. Like, go back yeah. to the drawing board, fix mm-hmm. those, whatever. I'm, I can't, yeah. you know, I can't have this out there. So uh, I'm not really feeling that too much. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, I think they're just pushed a lot. A lot of people mm-hmm. push them because they're kind of high endish, right? Mm-hmm. They can get expensive. And then yeah, some of them are. But they're also at Best Buy at Magnolia. Right. Um, so, yeah. Sonus Faber, I think, is uh, it's just super Italian. <laughs> super they're Italian. Cool. Like, they look awesome. I reviewed a pair, dude. And I'll be but honest, I man. I, was, I enjoyed them. I, I wanted to keep them so bad. Oh, I, I think they look awesome. They the do look brand, like that, boat, that whole boat thing, right? But I mm-hmm. almost feel like they're so expensive mm-hmm. that I almost want them to measure bad. Like I want them, I want them, I want the performance to be bad so I could be yeah. like, yeah, they're just expensive. Like I would be more annoyed if they measured really well and they looked really cool. I'm like, oh yeah. man, I really now I now I want those. Like I want to not want them, right? Sure. Because they look awesome, they're expensive, yeah. and then measured bad, like ah, see, they're great. Right. Yeah. But you're saying that they sound good. I enjoyed them. I really did. But at, at 12 grand, I'm like, I couldn't justify it. So uh, they went back to France. Uh, Sony. Uh-oh, no. Nah. Yeah. Uh, what again, else? I don't have any experience with their new AVRs. I'm going based on my experience with, let's just call it the old Sonys. And they were never good. They, I mean, when I worked at Circuit City, they were the entry-level AVRs. They didn't have a lot of power. They didn't have a big power supply. Harman Kardon spanked their butts all day long. Onkyo spanked their butts all day long. Um, so they were at the lower, you know, low end of the totem pole. Now, are they making a comeback with these newer AVRs? Possibly. I just haven't reviewed any. And so talking about bias, I have a bias based on my old experiences from this company. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, <laughs> so same for me, Sony, uh, to me, hit or miss, right? Mm-hmm. This is a company that's so huge that mm-hmm. they could come out with like these weird looking explode speakers. Like what, what, what's that yeah. shape about? They did what's the point of that. Right. And they didn't perform, but then they have their projector. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Their TVs are awesome. Sure. TVs are beautiful. Oh, I should say the projector is awesome, but it's like up there. Right? It's very nice. Yeah. Okay. Very good projectors. Sure. Because like JVC will beat them out, but I'm not going to buy anything else, anything else from JVC. <laughs> I'm yeah. buying JVC anything else. Right? Yeah. The JVC little, uh, what did they make? The um, CD players. They used to make electronics yeah. and stuff. You know, so it's just like hit, hit or miss, right? AVRs, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> TVs. OLEDs, yes, oh, all day, right? I love um, the comment. That's you know, fun. cameras. I own some Sony cameras. I love their cameras. Yeah, yeah. Sony makes weird. Cameras. They're like yeah. hit and miss. Yeah, but think about this though, Joe. Why is it? And I think when we look at companies that try to do be all things to all people, mm-hmm. I think that's when they they end up losing out mm-hmm. instead of focusing on what they're really, really, really good at and yeah. just staying. Like I'm, I'm looking at um, Parasound. Parasound kind of like they have not wavered from their lane. I mean, yeah. technically they do more than amplifiers, but their bread and butter, man, their focus, their heartbeat. It's like, that's what they're known for. And they are rock stinking solid. They'll last you for decades. They look gorgeous. They're, they're beautiful. They measure well. Um, but I think companies, when they try to do this and this and this, Oh, we can do this and this, and also dabble in this. 
you can't be great at all of those things. And I yeah. think Sony is an example of that. I think they're actually very smart when it comes to like targeting the beginner though. Right. So they sure. priced those, those yeah. Sony oh, ABRs. They're really two, low price. And so somebody like, hey, bucks. I want it to match my TV, you know, it's a right. Sony, you know, yep. I guess that's good. Right. Yep. Um, mm. So he <laughs> references, I have a bias against Oro, but I still like talking to you. Yeah, exactly. See, it's just bias. Yeah, I'm sure. He just has bias. Uh, Wharfdale, I think Wharfdale. Oh, mm, I've reviewed a lot of Wharfdale and I've liked pretty much everything that they've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think their guy, Peter Com- yeah. Comio, I don't know how to say his name. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was like a their version of Andrew Jones was <laughs> the way I thought of it. So, um, look, at, look at Reverend Slim's comment. He said, Harmon Carden spanked Sony. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. There was somebody else that mentioned it. Uh, SC Audio. He said, I turned my volume back on right when he said, Spank their butts, and my <laughs> wife's reaction was priceless. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wilson Audio, expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, expensive. For sure. And and they're, I, I'm sure they're probably good because they use some like good stuff. But it's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I've heard some. They all sounded pretty good, but too expensive. Yeah. Uh, PS Audio. Uh, that's so, uh, Paul McGowan, right? He's yeah. he's like a Sony for me. You know what I mean? Um, to me, it's just like sometimes he says stuff that makes sense, mm-hmm. and some stuff. Sometimes I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, dude?" So he's like, it's one of those things. Like you have to pick and choose. Like for him, for his videos. So PS Audio is a company, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, you can't separate PS Audio with Paul McGowan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I see the videos come up, and I I already know which ones I'm gonna like and not like, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't even have to watch them. But if it's going to be about, let's say, um, I don't know, something to do specifically with like their area of expertise, mm-hmm. like amplifiers and two channel, I'm, I'm probably going to agree with what he has to say. Right. But if he starts to talk about home theater and DSP and home, uh, you know, like stuff like that, I'm like, mm, probably not going to agree. If he starts talking about subwoofers, probably not going to be on the same page. Yeah. So, that's all. <clears throat> and I think he's uh, he knows he's doing a great job with his uh, marketing. Anybody else? Focal. Focal makes some gorgeous speakers. I don't know if I've ever fallen in love with their like the sound yet, and I've heard several of them. We're going to have them at M Wave, uh-huh. um, so I'm curious to see like if they're going to do a home theater setup. Um, but they, again, they, they make gorgeous, gorgeous speakers. Yeah. Uh, last one, last one. I'm going to have to end it with this one. Let's go with Serwin Vega. All right. I'll just do, all right, real quick, a quick Serwin Vega from, from the nineties. They're, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know people are like, man, get some of their stuff in. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Strokers were the, were mm-hmm. awesome back in the day. Serwin yeah. Vega strokers, big bass for listen. Uh, Per listen is like the big daddy of the, you know, uh, of uh, Dan Romer's stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I like his monolith encore, that's the least yeah. expensive. I big want a little fan. more expensive. You go Arendel. And if you want like the best <clears throat> he can top possibly do, per yeah. listen. Yeah, I agree. But too expensive for me. Yeah, sure. Unless they want me to review some, I'm down. Sure. NAD, um, it's okay. Always like a good value. Mm-hmm. Always very good value. Uh, just a, still a, a kind of a small company though. 
you know. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? I think that's it. Paradigm. 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 Uh, Canadian. <laughs> is that it? They're Canadian, right? And yeah. from what I've seen, actually, is like some of them measure a little bit brighter than you expect. Yeah. From the ones that I've measured, they they are a little bit. They have a little bit of that B and W, Bowers and Wilkins kind of like, you know, lift top end. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's yeah, Mike mentioned Mirage. So I I bought a pair of Mirage just out of curiosity. They had this funky little dome. It was like a little satellite speaker. It wasn't that impressive to me. Oh, dude, you, you're trying to get us in trouble. You know, what? GR Research, same thing. Yeah. Same thing um, as Paul McGowan. Like, I, I'm pretty sure if he starts talking about crossover design, going to be on point, right? If he starts talking about cables, probably not going to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't get with it. Yeah. Starts talking about different types of connectors, I can't get with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's the same thing, you know? Same thing with me. Like, I'm not, you don't see me trying to, Go in about uh, crossover design, you know. Oh yeah, he said tube connectors. Yeah, you don't see me talking about crossover design, you know. I'm all about DSP though, right? Mm-hmm. So this, I try to stay in my lane, you know. Yeah. And if I don't know, I just say, hey, I don't know. You know, this guy probably knows how to do like great crossover design. As far as the expensive like mm-hmm. components, I don't think it's necessary, you know. So. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. I think he's, I think he knows what he's doing when it comes to that sort of thing. But uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really about. Um, I don't know. Uh, these are these are all the subjective things, right? I don't think he'd, he'd ever send me anything for review. But I don't have any anything against the dude personally. Anything like that. I just don't know anything about uh, his speakers. I, I'm, they're probably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard them. Um, but that's pretty much it, man. We're at two hours. I, yeah. I thought we were going to go. That was a quick. funny, that, I'd never expected that, but that was pretty funny. Um, pretty, pretty different. I, if we but the cool trouble, thing is, all right, so Joe and I aren't going to agree. Yeah. You guys in the chat, you're not going to agree with us. And so that's the beauty of this thing is I think we live in a, a time that that's incredible because there's so many manufacturers, so many great manufacturers that make speakers and subwoofers and amplifiers and projectors and TVs and all this stuff. And the good thing is that we just have access to so many products. We're bound to be able to find something that fits our needs, our budget, um, and what we like and what we're looking for in performance Mm -hmm. and and preference and biases too. And biases too. Yeah. And so I think, I think, you know what I would hope for you guys? I'll leave it yeah. at this. I hope that you guys as the audience yeah. start trying to look look for biases mm-hmm. that the reviewers have yeah. and call them out on it, right? Yeah. Ask them, like, do you have this bias? And if they say, no, I'm not biased, it's yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Are you are you not a human being? Yeah. Like, just be honest. Like, what are they, right? Yeah. And then let, let the viewer decide if it's fair or not, right? Yeah. So if I go in thinking Kef is not going to be, you know, worth it because it's too expensive and they i didn't like their marketing but then i i'm impressed well mm-hmm. that you know it means something anyway <laughs> am I, i'm not is he talking you or me I'm oh not. yeah it's probably you because i'm drinking a celsius this thing's like a i don't drink sparkling water or something i don't know so yeah just always be yeah. i would say be careful of anybody who claims to not be biased 
because it's not true. We all, we all have preferences and we all have biases. There's no doubt. I Whether it's, it's our just... past experiences, mm -hmm. um, personal tastes, our own hearing. There's a lot of things that they come into play. You know, you're probably biased towards something that is more budget friendly just because it's like this is affordable to everybody, you yeah. know, and I'm not worried about the price. I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily thinking, OK, a hundred thousand dollar speaker is going to necessarily sound and perform better than a, a four thousand or four hundred dollar speaker. So to me, the price doesn't matter. But a lot of times when you get the super budget, you just got to go into it with a lot of like realistic expectations, especially with subwoofers. You know, mm -hmm. we talked about that earlier on in the show. Yeah, well, very cool. I think that's enough for for Tim to yeah. make our sure. our daily daily shows. I think this last section might get us into some trouble, which I'm all that's fun, I'm, man. I'm, I'm totally cool with. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> Having fun, man. All right, cool. I'm gonna hop on to the after show for a little bit. Yep. Uh, Michael, just... thanks for for we'll being on. Them. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna go here by myself and just do this. No, but then pop no, in last minute. So we got it on lockdown, dude. Aaron's a uh, He's out at the uh, nude beach now, so he's having fun there. And Chan is sleeping, taking a nap. So mm -hmm. we'll keep it going. All right. Well, cool. I'll see you guys uh, in the after show. Let's see. Do I have a? Do I have some? Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Daily Hi-Fi. If you want to join our after shows, we have a good time. Yep. We'll come and hang out with you guys. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. Take we'll care. Be over in a second.